Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker, and we watch Space Jam. A New Legacy, the worst movie I've seen since a remake of The Lion King. Unfortunately, Alex couldn't make it. The sun's lost tonight. Now he is forever trapped in the serververse. R.I.P. <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Guess we're not doing a game of games, dickhead. Suck a dick. Oh, pro- oh, probably for the best, yeah. <laughs> he's like busy uh, He's like busy working on a whiteboard or something, trying to figure something out. I was like, fuck, fuck, are they already recording? <laughs> Well, before we talk about that, we've got some things to get to. Obviously, the normal segments. I think we should talk about, before we get to that, obviously, the original Space Jam, which we didn't bother rewatching, but we're millennials. It's kind of in our heads. Anyway, before we get to that, Parker, do we have any news? There's only one piece of news that matters to me. And that is what has become the central thesis of this episode, which is that... Johnny Knoxville and his crew have a much better appreciation for Looney Tunes than anyone involved in Space Jam 2. Unquestionably. That new trailer is maybe my favorite trailer of all time. It's I've watched it several times. And uh, I'm just going to fold the next segment into this because I've made the jerk of the week myself. Because, uh, you know, for all the times I've made fun of people like crying when fucking Luke shows up in the Season 2 of Mandalorian <laughs> and people who, like watch all these Star Wars trailers and get like super emotional, like... Oh, I get it now. Sorry, guys. I forgot what feelings are like. Turns out, us. I get it. My bad. That's, that's totally fair, you know? Because, like, as soon as Johnny Knoxville said, like, I'm Johnny Knoxville and welcome to Jackass, it felt like the, the like the blue text in a galaxy long, long ago or whatever. <laughs> and, like, you just binged all these last year and you've already formed this connection with it. Right? See, well, that's what you do. It's like you like these characters, and you hope that they keep doing this, despite <laughs> the I mean, best Jack sense is about otherwise. family. Yeah, that's what that's makes what it makes so powerful. powerful. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, like, just making fun of these nerds. Like, oh, what? I'm so happy Luke coming back as a CJ monster rekindled your childhood hero. And that Johnny Cash song plays. I'm like, oh, no, I get it. My <laughs> friends are back. All my best friends. It's like, have, don't you miss seeing your friends? Yeah, I do. And then he uh. goes into the fucking Looney Tunes wall face first. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. Man, you said it best. It's just like, for some reason, there's something hysterical about a marching band getting on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shouldn't be funny when I'm 100. I'm sure that's the entire sketch. It's just them in single file line walking on a treadmill. That softball God, player I... pitching right at that guy's nuts <laughs> is going oh, to live bump. with me forever. <laughs> Like, I keep thinking of, like, Looney Tunes stuff in Jackass 3 where he's like, Alright, so, uh, paint me the exact color of the picture behind me and then put me in a bull ring. That's such a guy who watches a lot of slapstick thing to do. And I'm happy that's continued forward. 
I love how they said, like, well, you know, getting concussions is bad, but it's really not a problem until you turn 50. Knoxville's 49, so... <laughs> And uh, if you, if you, for everyone listening here, if you're like, oh, Chris reposted the fucking Jackass 4 trailer all over the place, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. I'm telling you, watch until the end. There is something (laughs) you're not ready for at the end. (laughs) I'll tell you this, Aaron wasn't ready for it. (laughs) Sheer terror. I can't imagine what they told him that it was going to be, and I cannot wait to find out. Hey, come in here and sit in this chair and bring some soup. Because <laughs> he's just in like, oh, I'm really snug, Johnny. Is that honey? <laughs> just salmon. the realization, like, why, why are you putting honey and salmon on me? <laughs> and then everyone leaving the room. Oh and just God. laughing at their friend about to get... Well, I don't want to spoil it, but let me tell you, something <laughs> happens in there. And I was going to say this anyway, but I got to see what happens. <laughs> I have to, like, I have to be out of my apartment by, like, early November. I, I don't care what it takes. I don't care what work I have to miss, what appointments I have to cancel. I will be in a packed crowd, mask <laughs> yes. on, because we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be back to indoor masking. Right, yeah, the Delta. I don't care how strong the second wave is. This will not be taken from me. I will go full fucking red hat psychopath. It means I get to see Jackass 4. I will throw all case, my morals away. Worst case scenario, I will see this at the drive-in. Yeah, like, I'm in Texas. It's fine. I'll just go and they'll be like, It's right, brother! They can't suppress us! And then just go see it. And then, you know. Let's see with the girl licking the taser. And then everyone starts honking their horns. Auga! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, my bodice is ready. Well, tell you what, I have a jerk of the week myself. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. So, Gabby and I went out with our friend Naira to trivia at Jimmy's Old Town Tavern. And I haven't done in-person trivia in more than a year. And I did, I've never done it at Jimmy's, so I was like, what well, if the format sucks? I was like, well, we're all nearby, won't be much of a drive, and hey, worst case scenario, get some beer out of it. So we go there, and my jerk of the week is Jimmy. Because his first, it's like the first round, it's like a series of 20 questions. So we're like, okay, let's see what this is. It's a piece of paper with 20 NBA logos, and it says, label which team this is. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> now, that being said, Gabby did point at the Dallas, Maver- at the Dallas Mavericks, and she said, is that the Grizzlies? And she's... No, not, not... No, no, she's... Okay. Just yeah. making sure. She did help me out with the Sacramento K- Kings, I guess they are. Whatever. There yeah, I don't go. I don't care, but no one cares about them, so... They don't exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was They're, the team that for three years was like, is that the team Jimmer for a dead is on? Remember <laughs> that, dude? And yeah, then it was weird. We it was like, there was a question about the Seattle Supersonics, so... Great. Uh, Good job, everyone. Keep we it ended up. up getting second place, so Heroes of the Week ourselves. Um... Let's uh, go into what we watched recently. And I gotta tell you, for this one, uh, I doubled my output from last week, which means uh, I watched two movies this week. Oh, yes, Uh, sir. And the first one I'll mention is one I watched right before we started recording, and I wish I hadn't. It's called Frogtown 2, a.k.a. Return to Frogtown. (laughs) 
You don't. I didn't have to do this, this did I? That's entirely on you. Like, yeah, this is there not is no on list any list either. That is, that is that is a self-inflicted wound on your end. I thought, oh, you know, won't it be funny? Ha ha. No. Um, so first things first, as a problem <laughs> here, is we don't have uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper as Sam Hell. Instead, we have Robert Zadar. And <laughs> hang on, <laughs> you can't just be like, oh yeah, uh, Hot Rod's busy. Oh, just slide in Zadar. It's fine. Well, everyone knows that Roddy Roddy Piper has a you know kind of a big face. What if we made his face? Robert Zadar bigger? looks like he should be in Frogtown. He, <laughs> he doesn't need he's one of the frogs. <laughs> Well, in this movie, Robert Zadar can fly. Uh, it also has other actors, Lou Ferrigno's in it, and um, what was it? Then? Charles Great. Napier's in it. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah, about all the stops uh, for Frogtown Two, I see. Yeah. So Frogtown Two. Uh, remember how the first movie sort of had like a lighthearted tone? It's like there was like some comedy in there. It's like you know, it's called Fr- Hell Comes to Frogtown. You know, this is a bit of a comedy. What if we strip all that out and we make it, like, really, really serious? What if Frogtown 2 took itself super seriously? Great. Perfect. Just what the first one was missing. <laughs> so, they Good do that. Calling. But the other thing is, like, some people have criticisms of the original Frogtown. Like, well, I guess the budget was too high. What if we slash the budget by, like, <laughs> one-eighth? So it's, like fucking Mystery Science Theater 3000 level. It looks like the episode Quest of the Delta Knights. Also, you said Mystery Science 3000 level. You said Robert Zadar is the star of the movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. This ain't Maniac Cop, motherfucker. I mean, seriously, like, I'm dead serious. Like, watching the opening credits and the way that the opening credits were filmed was like, have they done an episode on this? It feels like they have. <laughs> I had to go over like, look, it was like, wait, do I have a DVD? And, okay, okay, I should be good. So... Yeah, it's really, really... Like, when I say low budget, man, I've seen, like, Godzilla movies with a higher budget than this. I've seen, like, episodes of a Godzilla TV series that had higher budgets than this. It's, uh... Besides, like, the, the lighthearted tone being completely stripped away. And, uh... The comedy not working. The problem with Robert Zadar isn't the fact that his face is, like, taking up 75% of the screen. It's that... And, by by the way, by this point... Big face itis had really hit him hard, so it's like really noticeable. <laughs> the problem here is that isn't that Zadar is a bad actor. It's just that he doesn't understand the assignment. He clearly didn't watch the first Frogtown because he's playing the role deathly seriously. If he had just watched Rowdy Roddy Piper, he would have just been like, he would make a joke or something like that. He's good at he can do that. But instead he's just playing it like I, I don't even know. It's not even like a normal uh, superhero badass action movie because he doesn't have any cool one-liners. He's just... It's almost like he's a Tom Clancy character in Frogtown. My jerk the wig is you for making me imagine Robert Zadar and They Live. I mean, uh, first of all, those glasses uh, are never going to fit onto those face, so I guess he's... Correct, okay. yeah. Well, never he doesn't need them because in the sequel to They Live, you can already <laughs> see the aliens, so it's just Robert Zadar smashing his face against uh, these evil aliens. <laughs> Robert, how did you know he was an alien? Look at him. His face is so small. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> My god, I'm surrounded by them. Oh, jeez. Well, the other movie I want to talk about, um, 
when I when we talk about movies, sometimes I talk about science fiction movies, and I often mention this is or this isn't what I'm looking for in a science fiction movie. Basically, my measure of a good science fiction movie is a movie that asks a pertinent question that's a what if question. What if you could prevent several million deaths, but you had to kill someone very close to you? What if there was a force dyad? What if man discovered his place in the universe at the expense of his own life? What if a man had to live with his grandma? Grandma's boy <laughs> is <laughs> so much better than I was expecting. <laughs> I don't know if Grandma's boy holds up, but also there's like four or five lines I quote from it constantly. So I guess that counts for something, no matter That's what. That's basically it. So Josh has mentioned Grandma's boy on several occasions, and he says that he's curious to see whether it holds up. And I may not be the best person to say that because I never watched it when it came out. I just watched it for the first time now. Dude, for so much of it, it's not working, right? It's like the jokes are just not funny. They're not even, like, I wouldn't even call them jokes. They're just things that are happening. I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't really get it. And then JP shows up. <laughs> and the robot shit is so funny. <laughs> like, I think about, how could he see me? At least That's once a so week. Funny. That's so no funny. No one ever gets it, but it, it cracks me up every time. I can't believe it. I mean, some of the stuff he says, it's not even the robot voice. It's like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting metal legs. It's a risky procedure, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the other one's like, uh, just fucking, when the guy enters his room, when the door opens, it's playing the same door sound effect from Doom. <laughs> You would just be a robot. Him just turning around like... Adios, turd nuggets. It's like just Harry at the end of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's been nothing but robot noises. And I say, I say around your I've been doing that around my apartment. I'll walk downstairs to open up the fridge. And... I was ready, because I, I think, I might as well say it again on this podcast, We this is years ago at Trivia Topgolf, and they're playing like this loud music, and Josh is going to do one of the bits from Grandma's Boy, I was like, what's a funny line from Grandma's Boy, and he goes, oh, there's this guy who does a robot voice, and at one point he says, and the music cuts out, so all anyone in this building can hear is Josh's voice, and says, please sit on my face! <laughs> I was ready for it! But I wasn't prepared for how high his voice we would go when he said face. <laughs> it's, what a beautiful it's so hysterical to, have. to me. That's like so. Here are the things that don't work about the movie, and there's kind of a lot of them. The main character is a little too attractive. He looks like a B minus Mel Gibson. Uh, the uh, Nick Swardson is arguably the second best part of this. And wishing no offense to the man, but. That's not a good sign for yeah, a Hollywood movie. It's not great when I remember most of his lines more than the main character. Yeah, exactly. I don't even remember the main character doing anything. Uh, the, there's a lot of weed humor, and I don't get weed humor because I don't imbibe. Uh, although there were some things that were just kind of funny. I like that character, Dante. Uh, who's, He's got it figured out. <laughs> yeah, evidently. Um, I did like that the movie doesn't really have a moral or a message. It's just like, it is cool to chill with your friends. <laughs> uh, I did like the party. You know, there was just good vibes all around. You know? 
mean, the moral really is like, hey, isn't playing video games with your buds fun? Yeah, people like to smoke later. weed and drink. <laughs> you ever smoke weed and play DDR with your boys? Yeah. Uh, I guess I should address Linda Cardellini. Please marry me. Okay, I'm I done. Do so, anything for her. Yeah. Oh. If you're listening, I will take a bullet for you. <laughs> if you're listening, please come on the podcast. We could use a third. Um, I want to talk to you about Scooby Doo. Yeah, but more so Grandma's Boy when she sings that song. She There's no way she remembers Grandma's Boy. Oh, I wish she did. We know what's weird. It's like I feel like there if if people were to revisit that movie now, there'd be some sort of discourse about her character in this movie specifically. Because she sort of puts up with the schlub hitting on her. Although I have to admit, the the character of uh, the grandma's boy, he's not really a creep about it. He's he's actually kind of chill. Like, every once in a while he's caught saying something obscene about his bush. But, you know, for the most part he's not, like, trying to make out with her. And he almost gets incense when someone claims that he is. You know, he's like, hey, I'm just being normal. Uh... Everyone is obviously attracted to her because she's in, she's Linda Cardellini. I mean, look at her, but she's mostly chill with the bros. And I feel like you get like a lot of people saying just like, "Oh, that's not an accurate portrayal of a woman." No, I wish it was, but like, come on. That being said, she's in on the joke, and at the end, she says, "Have fun, JP." Please <laughs> sit on my face. Like I don't think Nick Swartzen sleeps in a race car bed either. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's you know, it's just yeah, yeah. I have to admit, when the main character came all over Nick Swartzen's mom, I was like, huh. Then this is that kind of. This seems a little uh, obtuse for me, actually. Because yeah, I can't show this game. to my dad. Actually, here's the real reason I can't show this to my dad: Shirley Jones. Uh, okay, I don't know if you know who Shirley Jones is, but she was in Oklahoma. More importantly to my family, one of our favorite movies growing up was The Music Man. It came out in 1962. Uh, Robert Preston, Shirley Jones, obviously. Buddy Hackett and Ron Howard as a little kid were in it. In fact, the the high school, the local high school, put on a musical production of it, and my brother actually got cast in it as Ron Howard's character and does like a little dance and everything. It was, like, really important to our family. A nice, wholesome, early 1960s uh, musical. And Shirley Jones is in this movie now. And she claims that she gave Charlie Chaplin a hand job. Was he silent? Not when I was done with him. <laughs> <laughs> I like how your family has that relationship the way my family has a relationship with Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> really puts a lot of perspective actually now that I think about it yeah I should have if I had known you growing up I would have sent you our bird DVD copy of Van Helsing <laughs> oh wow thank you oh thank you we need new coasters thank you so much hey, hey. put on when nature calls again baby <laughs> bumblebee tuna indeed uh, I had that on VHS <laughs> I don't know what happened to it hell yeah dude yeah I can finally put something in this fucking CRT anyway uh, yeah, she she's making she's making out with Nick Swardson while her husband was on set. That's nice. And she said that she slept with both Abbott and Cassell, and they missed the joke. So, who was on first? <laughs> yeah, big whiff. You yeah. hate to see it. Yeah, Happy Madison not sitting their best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Jonah Hill. No funny lines in the movie. That's okay. Uh, better luck next time. I'm sure he's had it. Love them. You just see young little baby face Jonah Hill. You're like, oh, they're not even using him. Why they cast him? And then you see his face. You're like, 
Yeah, he'd probably work at this company. Yeah. <laughs> he, he really grew into that uh, that everything, huh? Yeah, I'm glad he lost that weight, though. You know, you gotta get in shape. Anyway, uh, I had a good time with uh, Grandma's Boy, and I would suggest it just for the robot noises. I, that's so funny to me. And it's partially because, like, I think that's one of those things where you watch a movie and you say, well, it isn't very good, but there's this one thing I really, really like about it. Is that enough for recommendation? In this case, it is. Because I originally, when Josh said there's a guy who does a robot voice, I'm like, oh, is he doing it as like a separate character? It's like a funny thing. It's like, no, he can't help it. There's a robot within his brain somehow, and he's forced <laughs> to do this. <laughs> he has to. He has to do it. He has to get it out. It's involved. terminated, and he turns on the techno, and the guy just leaves. <laughs> Him laying backwards on that table with the little keyboards. He's riding just around his Segway. I am a genius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we had Segways at work. I would absolutely do that. Just rolling at like nine o'clock. You have the power to do this, you know. Welcome to the night shift. Okay, it's uh, what did you watch this week, Parker? Oh, jinkies. Where to begin? You know what? I'll keep this sort of brief because I feel like we have a lot to discuss tonight. <laughs> Either a lot or very little. So, the first thing is, let me just uh, get you updated on the new season of Karate Combat real quick. Okay. You see, uh, George St. Pierre is one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. I I've think heard everyone will yeah. agree with that. He's also Boss Rutten's friend, and Boss Rutten needs someone to help him test out his time machine. I know what you're wondering. Where do they go? Great question. 1890 Okinawa, Japan. Which, of course, means that the fighting pit is just surrounded by geishas and dudes in rice paddy hats for the entire show. Are you serious? Full gown, face makeup, the whole shebang. Just a crowd full of geishas clapping as people kick each other in the face. Oh my god. Uh, big shout out to one of the combatants in the main event, who is a scary Brazilian man who lost an earlier event, so he decided to change his look and dye his hair and beard blonde so he could be like Goku. <laughs> good for him. I'm a fan for life. Uh, karate combat is still good. I, now, I have no doubt. <laughs> it's really good. Here's a thing that... I went down a YouTube rabbit hole, and I it doesn't really fit this podcast, but I'm going to make it fit, and you'll see why. Mm -hmm. So, there's a thing on the internet that's kind of super annoying called the iceberg thing, where it's like, oh, here's the top level, and you get deeper and deeper, and it's all these crazy theories. And most of them, it's like, once you get past level two, it's like, this is just stupid creepypasta shit. Mm -hmm. This sucks. Uh, no, I don't think the kids from Insert Cartoon were dead the whole time. Thanks for wasting my hour. But uh, the algorithm was like, hey, here's a disturbing movie, Iceberg. So I watched a couple of those, because it's like, yeah, I'll let people talk about these movies. Spoilers, all the bottom ones are just absolute nightmares. Like, hey, you should watch people puke on each other for two hours? No, me neither. Great. But <clears throat> the algorithm is like, hey, you're really into this. Here's some dudes who just talk about gore videos. And I was like, well, I should probably click this, right? I'm at work. I'm <laughs> using the company Wi-Fi. Why the fuck not? And I clicked it because I think a lot of people, maybe not you because you're a good, sweet Christian boy who doesn't have a brain full of garbage, remember scrolling through 4chan, and you'll just be scrolling, and then you'll see a preview picture, and you'll think, 
fuck, man, was that what I thought that was? <laughs> and then you'll scroll past it, and then you'll stop and go, I, I, gotta, I gotta know, though, right? <laughs> and then you click it, and it's exactly what you thought it was, and it ruins your whole fucking night. That fascination has always stuck with me. This way, I can live vicariously through these people who describe it. I never have to see it. I never have to face it consciously with my eyes. It's like when I was a little kid and I'd be too scared to watch a movie, so I'd just go read the plot. Like, yeah, tell me all about this awful beheading. I will never watch it. I never need to watch it. That's fine. I learned about this. Thank you. I used to do that with Wikipedia, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't want to see it, but, like, there's the morbid curiosity of knowing it exists, knowing someone will tell me about it, and I don't have to confront it. Perfect. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm bringing this to the show is because I was recommended through the algorithm an account called Cold Raven's Nest. Now, his room looks like Eat That Pussy's room, except ravens instead of eagles. <laughs> got flags, banners, Joe pennants, posters. Every corner of the wall behind him is just raven's shit. Every video he's got on, a raven's jersey and a raven's beanie. He has the shittiest little mustache you've ever seen. So, reader, or not reader, listener at home, I started drinking. Anytime Alex is on here and he calls the movie that you like uh, dumb shit for babies that's embarrassing to watch and you get real mad and imagine him, this dude is what you just picture Alex as in your mind's eye. (laughs) But here's the twist. He's from New York, so he sounds like Michael Rappaport. (laughs) So you have the most New York man describing the most heinous videos. So some creators would be like, guys, I just want to warn you, like, this is pretty insanely graphic coming up so if you're sensitive to that kind of material consider leaving and this dude just you know he's watching one of these like three hour compilations just sounds like a fucking nightmare and uh i'm gonna be very vague because we get a lot of different kinds of listeners to this not everyone wants to know about this but let's just say there was a motorcycle accident your brain can fill in the blanks and he treats it by saying this dude's face was split open. He looked like a fucking pink Cyberman from Budokai 2. <laughs> so shout out to this guy. Cold Raven's Nest. I've listened to hours of videos this week at work. I have had horrible dreams. But it's fine. It was totally worth it. That Just imagine awesome. the most stereotypical shithead New Yorker describing the most vile things on the internet. That like you have to fucking find on the dark web like it's <laughs> it's a lot there's a lot going on i've been down some rabbit holes this week oh i'm glad you had a good time with that absolutely because i mean you know how it is man especially you work the night you know how it is you're just up all night there's no one to talk to you're just scrolling you see a link you're like I, to my own device if i click this i'm gonna have a bad fucking night and then you click it and you go oh man yep that's what yeah. i thought it was yeah my night's bad now I'm going to think about this when I close my eyes later. Correct, yes. I've absolutely been there. It's the worst. You know, that mostly is good way. Because there's really one thing I want to talk about, which is... Uh, Big chunks. I was cleaning up my cleaning up my desk a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And I found a post-it note. Uh, listing of assignments I had in the past. And that was when I realized that uh, I still owed the Manicore one Kevin James film. Oh, no! <laughs> Chris, this has been a big week for basketball, both in movies and in the sporting world. So why not just catch up with my good friends, the grown-ups, for their very first outing, a movie I'd gone my entire life without seeing. Oh. This is... I just... 
so many of the jokes have already been made, but just watching it play out and realizing, like, I'm an hour and 20 minutes in. There's no conflict. Exactly. Colin Quinn is, Colin Quinn has just shown up twice and been like, hey, you should have lost that basketball game, and then left the movie. Yeah. That's the entire conflict. That, like, That's not even conflict. That doesn't count as conflict. There's one scene. I don't know. I'm assuming you don't remember this well, because how the fuck would you? Uh, or like, know. it's late. Like it's it's over an hour in the movie, and they're all sitting out, and like each husband's like, "Baby, I love you, but you do this thing that drives me crazy." And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. We'll work on that. I love you." And they just like all take turns doing that. And then that's all the conflict. That. I don't remember. There's that. a 30 second scene where. Where, like, each husband's like, I love you so much, but, like, you do this thing, and it drives me crazy. And they're like, oh, my God, I'll stop doing that. It's just, like, a guys being dude scene. I I honestly don't even remember that. Like, it's supposed to be, like, wow, you know, I thought these were, like, these perfect couples, but they have these issues. But then they work through them in the next sentence. You're like, great, no conflict. That's just guys being dudes, hanging out. That's how relationships go. You just say, hey, I don't like it when you do this. And then you're just like, okay, I'll do better for you, baby. Thank you for telling me for the first time in front of your friends David Spade and Kevin James. Thank you for putting me on the spot in front of Chris Rock's grandma, I guess. So, uh, shout out to Rob Schneider being in this movie solely for everyone to treat him like shit. And I had a prediction early on, like, I don't think there's going to be this moment where they like come around in the end and be like, Hey man, we were too hard on you, isn't it? Like high school. They just treat him like shit the entire movie and then the movie ends. Rob Schneider exists to be the butt of everyone's joke, despite him being part of the crew. He also deserves being it. an entire separate crew. Absolutely, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, not a big shot to this movie trying to tell me that David Spade's just this cool dude that's hanging out on the side doing his own thing. Absolutely, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Also, that fucking Adam Sandler is married to uh, Salma Hayek. Uh, Salma go Hayek. fuck yeah, yourself, movie. Sure. But, like, I can't be too mad about it, because, like, everyone's made the joke about, like, oh, he just got paid to take a vacation. Like, no, they paid him a shitload of money. Him and his friends went out, went to a water park, went to the fucking, some beautiful-ass island, spent months there, made $270 million. Dude's got it figured out. Good for him. Yeah, honestly, that, that dude has found the answer to the system, and we know that he can act because we've seen Uncut Gems. I really respect the hustle that he's pulled off on the studio because it paid off. He got to do it again. Yeah. I d- All right. Well, that's it's weird seeing. Episode. It's coming my way sooner or later. Yeah, I'm running out of Kevin James. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Pixels, it's have not... you? Bum, bum, bum. Really, really have no webcam isn't on. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped a beer. Yeah, uh, Grown Ups <laughs> is really, really bad. Oh, God, I forget Steve Buscemi's in that. He sure is. Like, Robert Schneider's character also exists to be like, Hey, look at these hot daughters. How are these fucking hot babes ever wants to fuck his daughters? And then there's a third daughter's like, Oh, don't worry, she's fucking hideous just like him. Right, fellas? Look at his ugly, disgusting daughter who gets two lines the entire movie. This isn't a nice thing to say, but that movie is made for very stupid people. You know, it's absolutely like if, like I used to work at a movie theater, and you see a lot of people when you work in that sort of business, and the stupid people go into that one, you know, and they're just and they're the ones who laugh at that sort of thing. They're the same ones who laugh at Jack and Jill, same ones who laugh at Grown Ups too. You know, like they're there for stupid stuff. You know, they're not there to think. 
they're there for like stupidity abject stupidity because uh, that's comforting to them I guess like I don't know going out of my way to be as anti 30 minute angry fucking nostalgia critic review about it as possible but like what is the point you just feel you keep looking at the timer on the bottom you're like we're 45 minutes in or an hour in or an hour 20 what is happening and then just the last 10 minutes are like I guess I gotta play Colin Quinn in basketball now yeah, and then the movie ends. It, it just like, sort of like fuck? happens, you know. And it's just like, ah, uh, you know, what if it was a nice sort of a chill movie, you know, where uh, things just sort of seem to happen and there were no stakes. Like any time a conflict is brought up, it is resolved immediately. Like there's conflict because Adam Sandler didn't want to go to Milan with Sama Hayek, and she finds out like, oh my god, he had already canceled the tickets, he wasn't going to go. And the next scene, she's like, oh, I tried to skip a rock and hit our stupid son in the face. I guess we should hang out here now. I'm not mad at you. I love you. Like, great. <laughs> love it. I love films. I love watching the bros hang out and roast each other. I will say, shout I out to... PG-13 Chris Rock so much. Uh, I will say shout out to... Ja- yeah, you like him in R-rated movies like Spiral. I will say shout out to Jamie Chung, who's a recurring character on the show. Cre- recurring <laughs> actress on the show. If Jamie Chung's in it, we'll watch it. Apparently, yeah. I feel bad about saying that because every single time she shows someone, oh god, she's so gorgeous. Oh god, this movie sucks. <laughs> oh, she's so gorgeous. Oh, funny, we're talking about Kevin Smith's four-year-old son breastfeeding again. Oh yeah, bad. man, that was fun. These kids. Oh, back in my day, my dad would have hit me. It's like you're his dad. Just tell him to quit sucking his mom's titty, yeah. and then he does. He just hands him a cart in the milk, and the kid drinks. He goes, "I like it," and then they all celebrate, and they just go back <laughs> to the water park. They pretty much do it's, that, yeah. It's insane how little stakes there are. I mean, I guess that works for someone just wanting to, you know, not think too hard, relax, and laugh. But also, you're wrong, and I hate you. Remember all the wives go to uh, the water park and they see a really hot guy, and then they're like, they're so horny that they sleep with their husbands that night? And then Kevin James They get so drinks horned up by this dude from Saskatoon that they fuck their hideous husbands. <laughs> that, they, that Maya Angelou fucking rides fucking Kevin James until <laughs> he explodes. You have a good time with this movie? <laughs> I love when my dudes all hang out, get together after their high school coach dies, rent a cabin, and then just bust hot loads in their wives <laughs> while David Spade sleeps on the couch. Love it. Ugh. Love one of the critical plot points being, ah, oh, I'm just a rich, successful Adam Sandler, but my kids are too spoiled. They're great. PlayStation. What? The, we're in the woods. This kid's texting his maid, asking to bring him some water. Like, just hit him. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that. You can get away with it. You're rich. Just buy a new one. Exactly. You throw him in the fucking cargo ship. Oh, we need to. We need to talk about the maid again because that boy. Like I, 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 I have to say I'm anti-censorship. You should be able to mostly say what you want. You know, some people are a little too sensitive these days, and yet that, those jokes were too much for me. <laughs> it's it's a lot. <sighs> Man, I can't believe there's two of them. Thank you for bringing this up. This real, you know, I, happy I movie for us to discuss <laughs> right before Space Jam: A New Legacy. <laughs> I've had a difficult week. <laughs> Seeing that note on my desk, he's like, man, what What else is going to go wrong, dude? I can't take this anymore. Ugh. Thank I you. hope he's pleased. I'll be sleeping well. It probably wasn't the manticore. It was probably just playoffs. It was probably the wheel. but Something like that, yeah. 
Manacle makes me happy. <laughs> the wheel. I hope he's happy. <laughs> the wheel just says Kevin James. <laughs> I probably look. I don't re-listen to these anymore. <laughs> I'm sure someone will tell me if I, I think Bart, on I think Alex fucking knows, Kevin yeah. James face. Yeah, he'll let me know. All right, uh, let me just ask him. Oh wait, he didn't watch Space Jam two, or he did and he didn't feel like talking about it, which uh, I guess I can understand. Parker, are you ready to talk about Space Jam: A New Legacy? Yeah. Okay. Let's get it. Let's everybody get up. It's time to slam now. So the movie begins with young LeBron James. Well, oh wait, we should before we talk about this, let's talk about uh, the original Space Jam and how this started off. Uh, It sucks. So Space Jam. (laughs) Come on. So Space Jam was originally okay. There were these. uh, Everyone knows the Looney Tunes. I I don't need to talk about that. But they brought back the Looney Tunes in like the late '80s, early '90s for a bunch of commercials. I think for like Nike shit like that. And they would just like, oh yeah, playing basketball, it's athletic, like drinking milk and stuff like that. And people would be like, oh, I like Tweety Bird, I'll buy shoes now. And uh, Michael Jordan was really hot shit, because he was the best basketball player in the world at the time. And they are like, oh, let's put them together. For commercials. So Space Jam kind of feels like a commercial for a commercial. And... I remember watching Space Jam in theaters. I really liked it. And I, bought it, I liked it enough that I actually bought the DVD of it. But then I got a little bit older. I was like, oh, wait. This is actually kind of lame. Uh, it doesn't really work as a movie. Uh, I will say in comparison to this... And we'll, we will be mentioning the original Space Jam. Because how can you not? But, like, the original's at least coherent. You know? Like, I know what's going on. And I know why it's going on. Uh there are quiet moments for me to breathe. Uh, the <laughs> tunes mostly look like cartoons. Uh, the voice acting is pretty much on point. Um, I think I may have laughed twice. Maybe. I don't know. That's enough for That's me. That's generous. I will say this. There was there's sort of a, a focus on the original Space Jam as a nostalgic movie. Like, oh my god, I loved it. Like, D at the end of Loved. All right? like, yeah, exactly. Go back and you rewatch it. It really doesn't hold up. It's not really worth your time to revisit. I didn't actually rewatch it before this. So a lot of this is my memory. So if I'm wrong about this, uh, go ahead and email Parker about it. Personally, I don't think it's that good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, watched it in theaters, kid. Loved it. God, probably like close to ten years ago now. It was just on basic cable. Like twenty minutes. Sounds like man, I can't fucking watch this. This sucks. Yeah, like there's certain that things I thin. remember liking, and <laughs> I remember fucking when I was a kid. When I was five years old, I was five years old when that movie came out, and. Charles Barkley loses his his uh, magic basketball playing powers. Kind of kind of sounds lousy when you say it out loud like that. Anyway, Charles <laughs> Barkley loses his magical basketball powers, and he goes outside in the streets to play a bunch of girls in basketball, and he can't dribble anymore. And they tell him to go home because he's not good enough at basketball to play them. And he looks so sad. I remember as a kid being like, I feel sad for Charles Barkley. Well, don't, son. And, like, I just remember thinking, like, oh, that's so sad. And then you turn, like, six, and you're just like, boy, this is a waste of time. I want to see Bugs Bunny. <laughs> that guy's funny, and Charles Barkley isn't. So, all right, so in this scene, he's golfing with Newman. Like, where are the Looney Tunes? Yeah. What is happening? I gotta say... Why am I watching Larry Bird golf? What the fuck Yeah, is I have this? to admit, I don't know why... Like, I'm a Celtics guy. Larry Bird is, like, obstinately refusing to act. <laughs> he will not emote 
Meanwhile, Bill Murray's trying his best to carry this movie. He actually... I have to admit, Bill Murray's actually pretty fucking funny in Space Jam. He's got some lines <laughs> in there. Bill Murray, that who good. phones it in to every movie, he's like, all right, let me crack my knuckles and really <laughs> delve into the mythos of Space Jam. I guess what's really going to happen here, and people can debate me on this, but I feel pretty strongly about it, although I'm not going to rewatch it to see whether I'm right. I remember Michael Jordan being okay as an actor in it, and certainly better than LeBron James is in this. Like, I don't even think it's close. Michael Jordan is by no means an actor, and I wouldn't even say that he was trying in Space Jam, but he's looking at where the Lutitudes are, for one, and he's doing, like, a voice. He seems like he's, like, he cares about something. He seems like he wants to win this game. LeBron is just like, what the? Now we're in fucking Westeros. Like, come on. I will say, uh, like you, I did not rewatch it because I just, I cannot watch three and a half hours of Space Jam this week. <laughs> not with that uh, attitude. From what I remember, the movie wasn't putting nearly as much on Michael Jordan as this one seems to put on LeBron James. That's We're not putting right Michael Jordan in all of your favorite movies. Like, hey, remember this? What if he got to really flex his acting chops in The Matrix? I will say this. There Go are, fuck yourself. So one of the problems that we're going to get to with The New Legacy is there are too many references. I I remember enjoying some of the references in the original Space Jam. Like, I thought the Pulp Fiction reference was very, very funny. I I don't know why. I was just like, wait, that's actually... I can't believe they're doing this on in a, on like a G-rated movie. Like, I can't believe you're mentioning this. And then they reference a bunch of R-rated stuff in this movie, and it kind of loses the fun of it. Uh, I think there's like a little bit more restraint in the original Space Jam, a sentence I never thought I'd ever say. Uh, I mean, it would have to. Yeah. Like, the only movie that compares to this is Ready Player One. Yeah, honestly, that's actually cool. Go and check out that episode if you want to know how we feel about that. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, not well. Well, anyway, that movie was, I'm pretty sure, pretty popular, or at least it was nostalgic. And that's all it takes we sort of live in an era and we've lived in this era since the uh, 80s and 90s where people see oh here's this nostalgic thing let's resell it to the populace they did this they, they've been doing this ever since like the vw bug you know it's selling the culture back to people and it's like one of the most obscene parts of capitalism and i've ever seen and I've said on this podcast multiple times hey i'm a good uh capitalist capitalism has been good to me and then I saw a new legacy, and I'm not sure I feel that way anymore. <laughs> You're about to download Red Scare. Yeah. Love that <laughs> we get them on the show. Anyway, uh, uh, I mean, it's it's been what? How long? It's, it's been what? Like, 25 years? It's been 25 years. It's <laughs> my sister was born when uh, Space Jam came much out. Much like Twin Peaks. Yeah. It's been 25 like, years. Bring it back. Like I will say, like. We're not shitting on it just because it's a reference. Like, Looney Tunes has always referenced shit. I remember watching Looney Tunes things as a kid and being like, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know who this freaky bug-eyed man is or why he's in this casino, but I don't understand any of this. Like, they've always had references to older properties. I understand that. But it's literally so distracting you can't pay attention to the climax of the movie because you're playing fucking Where's Waldo with Jabberjaw and the Herculoids. Oh, God. I've, thank you. That's what they're called, the Herculoids. I saw them in there. Alex and you're I welcome. were racking our brains. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it's it's a bit much. Anyway, 25 years passes from that movie, and they're just like, let's finally remake this. Obviously, they're going to put LeBron in it. I don't think that was ever a question. Uh, they could have had Chris Bosh as one of the monsters. Uh and they're just like, oh, let's let's make this. It will be good. 
So LeBron James, fresh off the success of Trainwreck, is in here. And uh, first we see him as a young boy. Man, by the way, yeah, man, glad you mentioned that. Like, I saw Trainwreck once when it came out. I remember him being really funny in it. I remember liking all of his scenes with Bill Hader. Oh, really? <laughs> where, Where is all that? Where, where'd that go? Oh, this is... There is no charisma. I know. This is not acting. But for, first we have to see him as a kid. LeBron James, who's not super passionate about basketball, is, uh, he shows up to a game, and he's kind of distracted, and he'd rather play Game Boy. I'm like, well, you know, we've all been there. I happen to like playing Game Boy. He's playing Bugs Bunny's Birthday Blowout. It's like, what? You want to play video games based on that? That would make me not want to play video games anymore. I'd be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> Also, the nerve to tell me this kid's sneaking in an OG Game Boy and not playing Pokemon. Like, yeah, come on. Shell out the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who are you fucking kidding? Yeah, exactly. Play the Bugs one Bunny's good Game Boy game. <laughs> no, play Bugs Bunny's birthday blowout. Anyway, uh... I mean, as someone who got in trouble numerous times for playing games that I wasn't supposed to, most of them weren't as good as Bugs. Also Bunny true. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, you know, in retrospect, Parker, come down for dinner. Quit playing Gex Three. Like, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> the lizards <laughs> making an awesome powers reference. You like that movie, so who <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? You watched it. You laughed, Father. <laughs> you love when he says OBA. So anyway, um, he puts the Game Boy away in a bag. I want to emphasize that he puts the Game Boy away, and he puts it in a bag, and he plays a basketball game, and he makes a shot, and, and it misses, and he loses the game. And his coach reams him out. It's like it's his fault <laughs> it's that he really lost. Good. First of all, I want to say good that his mom didn't show up, because uh, then she would have seen him fuck up and lose. But also, that coach has no business telling him. It was like, you could be one of the best players I've ever seen if you stop playing that fucking Game Boy and learn how to fucking dribble. It really felt like Teddy <laughs> Bruschi talking to Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> get off Twitter and get in the playbook. <laughs> I mean, I face similar situations. I did not, in fact, take LeBron's route in life. It's like... <laughs> Actually, video games are way more fun, as it turns out. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, also a lot easier, especially Bugs Bunny's birthday blowout. So, look at me not sweating inside in August. So, time passes, and I was like, well, you know, this is basically following the same formula as the first one, because now it shows the uh, LeBron James show, it shows all of his highlights, you know, it's like... Oh, he was playing in oh high God. school, and he was very good at basketball. Then he skips college because he's very good at basketball, and he joins the NBA because he's very good at basketball. And this is basically the same intro thing that they did with Michael Jordan all the times that he won all those championships with the with the Bulls. What this movie does not have is LeBron James trying to play baseball, and uh, that might be for the best. Uh, although important to remember that actually did happen with Michael Jordan. That was weird. Uh, so in this, he's that's just a, uh, a weird time. Yeah, he's just LeBron James. He is just good at basketball. We don't really have any conflict here, so we give the whole career rundown of when he left teams. When he was like, I don't need his whole fucking. I don't need to know that he went back to the Cavs and then went to the Lakers. Yeah, he's about to face off against fucking Jabberjolly. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, see, that's the thing None that gets me matters. about this is that I, I I'm not like a huge basketball fan. I don't think you are either, but. We know who LeBron James is. We're American. Yeah. If you're watching Space Jam 2, you probably know who LeBron James yeah, is. Yeah, if you were born in this country, you probably know who LeBron James is. You know? And also, if you don't, you don't care that, 
Oh, I see. So he was on the Cavaliers, but then he went to the Heat. Okay, and then he went back. Okay, yeah. cool. It's like, yeah, I, I know. To... I was there. I saw it. It's like... Okay, now he's on this team. Cool. So when does the Tasmanian Devil show up? Because that's yeah, what I Yeah, that's the for. important... Oh, it takes forever to get to the Looney Tunes, because before that... so fucking long. We just show him at his fucking Ooh, fuck you mansion. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> My God, this movie is just... My notes look like Jack Torrance's notes. It just says two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours. <laughs> cannot believe the nerve of this movie to be two hours long. So one of the things that gets me about this movie that really stood out, especially at this scene, is that, and this is something that the original didn't do, is it does the Hobbs and Shaw thing. It was, look how cool LeBron James is. Isn't he the coolest? Isn't he the biggest and the baddest and the strongest and the coolest? And he has the most powers? Like, okay, also, take the foot off the guy. There's a lot of kids who love him. Also that. He's a cool dad. He's a friend to old children, kids. like Amra. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking obscene, because they keep doing this. Like, the worst is when Bugs Bunny shows up, and he says, Don't you know about this NBA superstar, the greatest athlete in the world? And I'm like, okay, let's... Come on, now. It's not Tom Brady. But, like, it's it's ridiculous. They keep doing this. I don't remember them doing that in fucking Space Jam 1. Like, I'm not going to rewatch it to find out, but I don't remember ta- them talking about, like, haven't you ever seen uh, Michael Jordan dunk before? Like, yeah, he's Michael Jordan. I'm American. We've been through this. In retrospect, Space Jam 1 picking up with Michael Jordan playing minor league baseball is pretty fun. Yeah, that's actually yeah, a that's kind a of a good central bit. conceit is, is Newman being like, Hey, so you want to fucking play basketball again, dude? I'm fucking dying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so people might be wondering where is the conflict? Well, unlike Grown Ups, this movie does have conflict. He has two shithead sons, uh, sons, and uh, <laughs> w- neither one of them is actually played by his sons. I thought they would just do that, you know? I mean, if acting is fucking hereditary, then yeah, don't keep them out of yeah, it. Yeah, well, One that James being said, this movie. the the sons that they have in here are really bad. Like the older one, fine, whatever. Although I, I did I did think it was a little funny that he kept getting pegged by basketballs. Because <laughs> the first one that we see, it 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 just comes from off screen. It was like. That looks like it was thrown by LeBron. It looks like his son made a jab, and he just pegged a basketball in his son's head. <laughs> if I was LeBron, I'd absolutely do that to my kids. I'm, uh, I'm not your real son. Get in there. <laughs> Keep your head on a fucking side. <laughs> uh, that's oh man, that that made me laugh very hard. But the younger son is one of the central characters of the movie. The younger son is like Dexter, boy genius, and he prefers playing video games and designing video games, and he doesn't actually like playing basketball. But, but, but LeBron James plays basketball, and he wants him to play basketball, so he's going to force him to do it. By the way, I don't think the real LeBron James does this. Uh, I'm surprised he wanted to be portrayed this way. It's really funny that the conceit of the movie is... That LeBron James hates hates his loser gamer son, who won't just pick up a fucking ball. He hates this. This, this does actually seem more like something that Michael Jordan would do, except that Michael Jordan would, by the end of the movie, still force the kid to go to basketball camp. Yeah, there's, there's like, great. Now that's out of your system. We're done with this fucking video game nonsense. Get in there. Yeah. It, you shoot a hundred free throws. If you miss, you start over. Because he's just yelling yeah, at him. Exactly. Because Michael Jordan has the killer instinct, and LeBron doesn't. We should have got Skip Bayless for this podcast. 
Oh, God, it's so funny that this movie came out during the finals. Right. You see LeBron on the sidelines yeah. with the shitty tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. So they live in their gigantic... Do you see their bedroom? It's like, a little something disgusting. behind the scenes for, like, the viewers at home. Parker and I are both looking for new places, so just keep us in the open if you find anything that's less than $1,500 a month. I might crash on his uh, basketball court. It looked pretty nice. Yeah, dude, his bedroom, ball launcher. his bedroom has a higher square footage than all of the one bedrooms I'm looking for. <laughs> it's... Fucking, their bed is in really the middle of the room. It's just fucking... And they still they go to the bed angry. Because his wife, who's this beautiful <laughs> woman that he's not married to, I wonder how his wife feels about this. So I, why not just cast her? <laughs> Babe, it's cold. She's probably cold. very pretty. I don't know who LeBron is married to, because she's not LeBron. But, like, just put her in there. She could, You could just do that. Although, I have to admit, they didn't do that in the original for reasons that escape me. Anyway. Uh, I mean, that's a good point about the bedroom, though. Because, like, it starts with the, hey, there's me as a kid, until, like, the first movie. And then as soon as we cut past the credits gigantic drone shot of this palatial mansion on the hilltop. Yeah. Like, okay, we're playing humble, I see. The whole thing looks like just fucking LeBron Xanadu from on Citizen Kane. <laughs> He's just him flexing on everyone until he enters Toontown. Yeah, so anyway, his wife tells him, don't you know your son built a video game? And I was like, oh no. Uh, it was going to be one of these things. And so you go and you go inside the kid's room and he's like, playing this video game he designed, which is uh, awfully reminiscent of Grandma's Boy. And fucking sucks. It looks like the NBA Jam way, in 3D. This little kid who's got a setup that looks like fucking swordfish. <laughs> it's obscene how many monitors this kid It has. seriously does. It looks like fucking Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Was LeBron dead the entire time? Shout out to LeBron dying in Iraq. So, for this movie... Uh, <laughs> uh, spoilers for Serenity if you haven't seen it yet which you should have if you're a regular listener uh, so he walks in and it really is the, if he had just said are you winning son I would have been like okay a little something for me because <laughs> the kid immediately hides his stuff you know it's it's <laughs> it's like that Pepe meme Maybe where like he that. clicks out of the thing <laughs> fucking Minecraft alt tabs out of his nine monitors that are all in this stupid ass game oh man I can't even uh, I can't even afford one monitor anyway so uh, yeah he's like oh I'm just playing this game I designed it's about basketball and he and LeBron get, that gets his attention like when Peggy mentions propane <laughs> <laughs> he's like come on pick up them sticks I can play video games this is where it becomes obvious that LeBron can't act or is like maybe he's just getting bad direction I'm going to give LeBron James the benefit of the doubt like the direction must be really really bad or this must have been like 20 takes each and he just can't he just can't do it you know he just doesn't understand the assignment because he's clearly never seen this kid before. I'm not even convinced that they were in the same scene. I think he was, like, blue-screened into some of these scenes because he refused to appear with this kid. <laughs> it's him and his son, Tig Notaro, playing his basketball games. <laughs> Tig Notaro's there. <laughs> Better movie. <laughs> oh, wow, son. This game's great. Wait a second. What are these power-ups? I have to admit, like, they're playing the game, and one of the characters that... I think this is the one that LeBron is controlling. Looks so fucking ugly. It looks like a goblin with a red mohawk. I was like, what's this Mad Max character doing here? Apparently, foreshadowing. 
So this game looks like a hot dog. Yeah, show. I know. No, no one would ever, ever play, play Domball.exe. Yeah. So LeBron does a step back and freezes the game. Of all things, this will come back later. I can't believe I'm saying I this. I could not believe a fucking step back jumper is the checkoff's gun of this Looney Tunes basketball movie. Right. That's fine. So then LeBron leaves and dabs on his son. And his son gets annoyed by that because no one dabs anymore, Dad. I gotta say this: LeBron James dabs worse than I do, and I'm white. In case it's listeners didn't know, I'm insane. white. Insane! It's the worst dab I've ever seen in my life. It is. Also, uh, if oh, I buy this fucking Moon Palace and you yell at me for dabbing, <laughs> immediate Sparta kick to the chest. It's you're not you're going in the crocodile pit. <laughs> what are you juttering the wall? You're so going you can't in the bear seat. <laughs> You're going in the bear chair. Yeah. You're fucking dead, kid. <laughs> You're getting the honey and the salmon. Like, in the bear this chair. fucking kid's got nine monitors. He's making some VR basketball games. Like, Dad, you're embarrassing. Like, okay, that's fine. And then we just go right I'll from the you in the moats to an executive boardroom for Warner Brothers. Oh, wait, before that, we cut to the antagonist of this movie. Parker, what's the name oh, of this Oh, you mean Don Cheadle dressed as Cisco? <laughs> Don, Fuck yourself, movie. Don Cheadle in this fucking movie, whose character name is, he's he's an algorithm, he's like a computer algorithm. An algorithm, for people who don't know that, is really just a way to solve a complex series of problems. An example is, if you have a Rubik's Cube, if I were to turn it in a certain Put way it. and bring it back... You're not going to bait me. No, it's you know what else is an algorithm? Uh, your entire YouTube feed after you click that Jordan Peterson video, yeah, dickhead. The, the, how's how's that going the for you? Worst it? thing that's ever happened. I might just start a new account. You know, <laughs> rather have well YouTubers on there. Anyway, like it's just that's what an algorithm is. And this, an algorithm is like an evil computer spirit, and his alias is Algorithm. If this podcast didn't exist, that would have been the point where I shut it off. Right. Like, you, see? My brain doesn't need this. Like, you wouldn't even, like, I'll mention take everyone's it. word for it. It was one of the worst. And he has, it's like, a little, Great. like, off. Disney assistant. Like, the square cube with, like, long arms. I don't know what that's supposed to be. It looks like some shit of Wally. I hate I it. I know. I hate looking at it. It makes me I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that's supposed to be. So, that's just in the movie for reasons that escape me. Uh, and he... He's what is he even doing? He's just like moving stuff around in the screen. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Turns out he lives in it's called the server verse. Great. Good job. That's guys. that's where I would have turned it off, but for this podcast. How many passers of script did it take to get that one? Great placeholder name. Guys. I wonder how they translated this from the original Chinese. So <laughs> So we cut to a Warner Brothers uh, boardroom, and uh, you guys. I wonder how this movie's going to play in China, all things considered. Yeah, so uh, I thought they were going to make that the reason, like, oh, where'd LeBron go? Like, oh, you didn't hear he started talking about Taiwan again, and it's fucking gone from the Warner lot. You hate to see it. Oh, jeez. Anyway, so they go to the uh, Warner Brothers thing, and they're like, well, we have all these great properties, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter... Mad Max Fury Road, Christmas Family. Like, look at all these things I have, but we aren't big enough. Tell you what, let's sign a multi-trillion dollar deal with LeBron James, who is the greatest athlete in the world, and put him in a whole series of movies. What if he was in this movie where he was the greatest and the bestest and the biggest and the fastest and the strongest? It's just him, like, 
beating other characters at, like, their thing, right? Like, he, isn't he in, the, like, I don't know, like, Batman v Superman or something like that? He beats up Superman or something? He's Mr. Freeze and he beats Batman. Right, yeah, he does something like that, and he's in, like, a bunch of other things. The only WB property they, go, they don't go to is the Sister of the Traveling Pants. I don't know why. Missed yeah, right, yeah, that's a gutter ball. So, eventually, this like it's going on, and everyone in the boardroom was just like, "Wow, it looks fantastic, LeBron. What do you think?" He's like, "I don't know. This looks whack." Like the whole time, <laughs> LeBron is just fucking talking in like the Dave Chappelle white voice. <laughs> I think this idea is very corny. This is Great. somewhat bogus. And he gets up and leaves. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Movies? Really? Me? And he looks at the camera and he smiles. And you know who I'm reminded of, actually? Is Shaquille O'Neal. Remember, like, Sha- Shaq was in, like, a whole bunch of movies. Oh, you haven't seen Steel yet. Anyway. More grown-ups, too. Oh, God, he's in that It's story. a dark time ahead for me. Well, he was in Good Burger, so you remember Good Burger. Uh, whenever he's in a movie, like, Kazam was a really good example of this. He does this hideous smile where he smiles at the camera. He's like, it's like he's advertising something. He's like, hey, buy Shaq Fu. And he smiles. LeBron does the exact same, like, hideous smile. You know? It, it, LeBron's been doing that this whole movie. Anyway, he decides, no, I don't want to be in your whack-ass movie, brah. <laughs> and he gets up and he kind of walks away. When he says bra, he hits uh, his son with his chin. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> also, his son says that he's like, Dad, I don't want to go to fucking basketball camp. I want to go to video game camp. Can- he wants to go to an E3 gamer camp. That's, yeah, Parker, can Which I just... Also, that's all I want. Yeah, can I just say right here, can you imagine if either one of us ever got to go to an E3 gamer camp? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea, because... This whole problem comes up when the kid's like, yeah, I'm going to this game camp next weekend. And he's like, son, you can't do that. That's when the basketball camp is. Like, LeBron James can't find fucking Wilt Chamberlain to tutor <laughs> exactly. his kid one-on-one. Like, son, you have to go to the rec center this weekend. What do you th- Games? You can't play games your whole life. You have to learn fundamentals. Yeah, just call Dwayne Wade. You're friends with him. He can teach your son how to dribble. You don't, know, you don't need to go to a camp. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're friends with the greatest players on the planet who would train your son for free and then collude to get on your team. It's fine. Yeah. I, I you know, that's a good point. Son, you can't miss this opportunity. It's like, he's 12, man. It's fine. Yeah. 12 and looks 8. Anyway, so they have. My issue is that they have this out in a boardroom. There's, there's a little something that's like, you don't need to have all these executives hearing your family fight. So they go in an elevator, and I'm like, oh, they're going to go home, and they're going to have a worse fight. No, the (laughs) algorithm traps them in the elevator. Sorry, you are going to say something? Can you imagine getting a fight with your dad while Sarah Silverman's in the room? Oh, I forgot about Sarah Silverman. (laughs) Thank you. Because, like, (laughs) immediately Alex and I were like, oh, she's going to look for a dying child to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, I want to go to camp. She just leans in and gives him a big old smooch. Yeah, she was was sitting way too close to that little kid. Uh, so they leave and they get trapped in an elevator and while they're in the elevator they get trapped in the serververse because the computer hacked them into the game and Alex is like oh it's like the movie Hackers I'm like no 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 this is more like Tron (laughs) at this point I'm like this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen but we're like 20 minutes in there are no cartoons. Let's go, let's go, let's go. See, Give me a that's cartoon. That's the weirdest I'm, thing about this I'm is crying. like we're 20 minutes in. It feels like 40, but it also feels like 5. 
because the movie's on like super fast speed and yet where's Bugs Bunny so they go into the server verse it's it's really more like uh, Tron meets the lawnmower man and <laughs> which by the way can you imagine if Bonzo was there he has to start over oh the Tasmanian God. devil oh my God. <laughs> it's like the start of the last boy scout <laughs> that monkey just comes out and shoots the other team in the face <laughs> anyway <laughs> So he's he's talking to Don Cheadle, who's taller than LeBron James. I'm like, oh, that's a funny joke. Then Don Cheadle just shrinks for some reason. Never explain. And he, Don Cheadle's like, oh, you live in the serververse, and you're going to accept that deal that I made. Otherwise, I'm going to kidnap your son and turn him into a video game or some shit. It doesn't matter. Basically, LeBron James has to win a, a basketball game against this uh, computer program algorithm thing. And I'm like, wow, that that was a long road for... It's not even a short joke. It's just, like, the a long road for this is how the movie works. Like, even Space... The original Space Jam, one of the Chris's was, really? So the Looney Tunes have to beat aliens at a basketball game, but the aliens steal other people's powers? That was way more, way more coherent than what happens in this movie. Like, I like Don Cheadle. Me too. But I cannot believe how much there's Don Cheadle in this movie. Can I just emphasize? He is... Don Cheadle was in Don Hotel Rwanda. Don Cheadle's in this movie fucking... He's in this movie more than Bugs Bunny. He really like, is. He insane. absolutely is. You know what bugs he's me about is you so look at the poster. Stuff. Look at the poster for fucking Space New and New Legacy. It says Bugs Bunny and LeBron James. I'm pretty sure Bugs Bunny gets top billing. It's barely in the movie. He's not important to the plot. We'll get to that, but... And, like... And I understand, like, look, let's just get to the stupid basketball game. But, I don't know, treat me like an adult, but also no adult should be watching it. But also, every joke in this movie is meant for adults who grew up with the first one. So, I don't know, man. It's... I think we ask this question a lot jokingly of who is this movie for. Who is this movie for? I think it's supposed to be for people our age who, like, remember Space Jam? Well, now it's like this. And you've been following LeBron James, so you should be able to get these jokes. And, like, I get these jokes, but I'm not laughing at them. I mean, this is certainly not for kids. And there's a there's a thing going around. There's one of these, like, it's basically a meme now. Someone's saying, hey, guess what? This movie's for kids. It's supposed to be goofy and corny and wacky. That's what the Looney Tunes are. Fuck you. You don't know what the Looney Tunes are. You don't know what kids need. Kids don't need you shaking your colorful keys in front of their face for two hours. Because that's what this movie is. It's constant stimulus. It's constant motion. It's constant moving. There's no time to breathe. No time to think. And that's the real problem with this. Kids need better entertainment than this. And if you say, oh, all kids animation or all kids entertainment is supposed to be like that. I just got done watching Batman the Animated Series. That's a great thing for kids. Animaniacs. WB Properties. I named both of them. That's good for kids. Flint's... Oh, that one sucks. Well, there's other ones that are really good for kids. This is not good for... This is brain poison. Don't show this to your kid. Show them something worthwhile. Casablanca. Kids can watch Casablanca. They can understand that. That's basically rated G. And it's a, it's about... A, it's one of the greatest romances of all time. And it gets perverted later uh, on. Newsflash, trolls. Kids love Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Look... I've always said that. Yeah, the kids can watch that. They learn something, you know, and they can ask, Dad, what was World War II like? And then you tell them about the console wars. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I went to warnerbrothers.fandom.com to look up all That's of the franchises thing. Warner Brothers currently owns. 
Uh, now, sidebar, on the side of the page, it had popular pages. The most popular pages right now were Space Jam, Space Jam and New Legacy, and Alola Bunny. But that's neither here nor there. I went through every franchise WB owns and picked out the ones I thought would show up in this movie. And I filled out a page and a half, and almost all of them <laughs> showed up in this fucking movie. So, this is like, what for happened. Batman, I wrote down, like, not just Batman... I wrote down Burton, Schumacher, Nolan, and the Joker. And imagine my shock <laughs> when I just kept checking them off, dude. Dude, this is what gets me. And this is really... It doesn't make a tremendous amount of sense to me. In the first one, it's like you have to use the Looney Tunes as teammates because that's just where you went. You just went to Toon World. You're just... Now you're there. I'm like, okay, fine, I get it. You're limited. It, it, sometimes limits are good because you have to use your brain and think and you can work within the limits of that thing. He just goes to the WB serververse. There's so many characters he could choose. And LeBron recognizes that and is like, can I have the Iron Giant on my team? Because he's huge. And that would, like, I would win. Also King Kong, you know? That would make sense to do that. They, and Bugs Bunny, I guess, tricks him because he's lonely. So he meets up with Bugs Bunny, who, by the way, sounds terrible. That That is one of the worst Bugs Bunny impressions I think I've ever heard. It doesn't sound anything like the character. Anyway, Bugs is drunk on carrot juice because he's lonely. Because his good friends who don't hate him, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, that giant red thing that didn't really have a name... <laughs> All these characters who have tried to murder him over the years left, and now he's lonely. Okay. Uh, he's, well, so he's see, like, yeah, Don we have Cheadle to get my friends up. back. <laughs> Tom Cheadle convinced him to leave. Oh, you convinced him to <laughs> leave because he was reason. just like, hey, wouldn't you like to leave, I guess, Acme Acres, and go to Harry Potter World, which, uh, now opening up tickets, Joel, let us know, get the hookup. Uh, <laughs> So where's the first place that they go to uh, after they leave? First of all, oh yeah, Marvin the Martian comes there and, I can bring this from Mars, and then they, like, kill him. And they steal his ship, too. <laughs> and uh, they leave. The conceit of the movie, they split all them up just so we have a reason to go to all the different worlds to get them back. Yeah, so they're flying around all these different worlds, and you can hear the theme songs of every single one that they go to. When I heard the Harry Potter theme song, I thought it was going to be sick. I really did. <laughs> Butthole Titans. <laughs> so, the first place we go is not to the, the world of DC and Metropolis, but to animated Metropolis. The old 90s cartoon stylings. The one that I like. We have to go find... Yeah, you did, at one yeah. point. You remember that? Yeah. Hey, remember when you were a kid in the 90s and you liked this? Check this yeah. out. You like LeBron James, right? You like Daffy Duck, right? Yeah, you know what really... It, it was so insulting because the characters show up and it's very clearly the Bruce Tim drawings. My favorite ones. They're just... And it kind of feels like Warner Bros. is saying, Nope, mine now. And it's like, I know they own it, but, like, don't do this with them. It's like, It kind of feels like that, that prank that my dad pulled on his sister where he made all his G.I. Joes take their clothes off and start fucking them in her room. <laughs> <laughs> this movie commits, like, really one of the worst bad movie sins where it's just constantly throwing your face, Hey, don't you wish you were watching this instead? Yeah. Hey, you want to just pause this and stay on the very same app you're using and just tab over and go watch some Batman or Superman? You want to go do that instead, little piggy? Or do you have to talk about this on your dipshit podcast? 
Yeah, he'd play. Yeah, so they recruit Daffy Duck. Yeah, I want Daffy Duck on a basketball team. And I will say the one good idea that they don't really expand upon is they don't use Daffy Duck as a player for a good reason because he can't play bad. He's a duck. He would be the coach. I'm like, wait, that fits Daffy Duck because Daffy Duck has an ego. Daffy's one of the great cartoon characters of all time. He's actually really funny. And he doesn't really make a lot of jokes on this. So they decide to go to Matrix World. Uh, Granny. Who in the world, (laughs) whose favorite Looney Tune is fucking Granny? (laughs) Who is this for? Well, she's in there. She does the Matrix, like, jump and spin around. You remember the Matrix, right, Parker? I remember Scary Movie. That was, like, 20 fucking years ago. (laughs) What is happening? So, yeah, she's in it, and uh, she's not... June Foray died, like, four years ago, and they decide, yeah, we'll just recast her voice. How about not put her in the movie? (laughs) He's in Do you want to do this one too? <laughs> Just make her do that. <laughs> so there's other ones I go to. Parker, you like Austin Powers? Oh my god! I have to admit, when they showed the Austin Powers one, I was just like, "Wait, they don't own that, do they?" <laughs> <laughs> Because it just it just shows like awesome powers like, that the transition. I was like, did, "Did just switch to a different movie? Am I just gonna it's get to watch this now?" And it's like, "It's my mini me and fucking." Fucking like, uh, what's his name? Elmer Fudd wanders in there with a bald head. He goes, uh, it's like, oh, he gets sucked up. Now he's on the spaceship. This is going like super, super fast. In the movie, it's like fast. It's like, bang, bang, bang. We have to get all these Looney Tunes characters. As LeBron's like, wait, I want King Kong on my team. And Bugs like, sorry, Doc, we gotta go to fucking Mad Max World. My favorite movie of all time, Mad Max Fury Road. And like, oh, look, now the Roadrunner's there. Okay. Oh, look, isn't that... Yeah, yes, it is. Wile E. Coyote, and he writes Witness Me on a sign, and then he gets fucking blown into smithereens. (laughs) And LeBron is there with a red mohawk dressed like Lord Humongous. He says, really? We want fucking Wile E. Coyote? I will say this. Wile E. Coyote may be the MVP of the team. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I think he scores like 600 points in a second. Uh... Of all things, man, he's just like... We gotta get to People Farmer for our team. He says, yeah, he's explosive. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. So uh, they bring him in, and then they fly by Westeros, which is where Game of Thrones takes place. And Foghorn Lighthorn <laughs> is riding a dragon. And he says, I say, I say, winter is coming. And I nearly had a breakdown. <laughs> I... <laughs> I nearly started convulsing and foaming at the mouth. <laughs> they had to like they had to like cut up a banana and feed the it to me. Wig on. <laughs> oh, oh my god, Chris! Are you, put a wall in his mouth. Put a wall in his mouth. We're losing him. It's and then they cut back after that, and there's like twenty Looney Tunes in there. It's like you couldn't even commit to this bit for longer than two minutes. You're like, and then we went to all the other worlds. It's fine. Like, no, where was that giant red monster at? Yeah, well, what was know. he chilling in? Uh, yeah, I will say uh, in the Austin Powers world, I, I'm embarrassed to admit that I giggled when they cut to Sylvester being shaved like Mr. Pickles were. That was uh, that was a good joke. I didn't laugh at it, but I was just like, okay, I can go for that. Um, the only other joke that made me laugh was. When uh, LeBron was surprised that Bugs Bunny recognized him, and he said, "Oh yeah, we have TNT." And then he pulled out dynamite. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's good." And then, and then that scene kept going. Yeah, right. And going. Where was Yosemite Sam? Was he in Harry Potter world? Oh god, 
I don't even remember what he's they did. He's probably another one that we just. Oh no, he was in Casablanca. Oh right, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> they went sucks. to Casablanca. Say that fucking hurt me. One of the greatest hey, romances of all time. Uh, you like black and white pictures, don't you, kids? Oh, I used to. Uh, <laughs> boy, that one hurt me. I have to say, it is probably for the best that they didn't have uh, Pepe Le Pew there. So they're all there on the spaceship, and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, oh no, Pepe ratted us out <laughs> to the Nazis." <laughs> <laughs> Collaborator. Anyway, so they're all on there, and like the lamest fucking jokes. And I gotta say that they, there were some lame fucking jokes in the original movie. And like, I'm not gonna say that the original movie was good, but at one point they tell you know, somebody Sam to shoot, and he pulls out a gun and he shoots the ball because it's great, you know. awesome. One time uh, I made that joke they, they, twenty years ago. They shoot a basketball, and it looks like it's gonna go into the basket, but it's the basket on top of Granny's Walmart cart. Okay. First of all, I hate that you reminded me of that. Second of all, every single one of these guys makes like four jokes like, Oh yeah, haven't we done this before? Oh, and they God, stare at the right. camera. And then they assemble the team and then they have to learn how to play basketball. Yeah. As I'm just screaming the words two hours at my TV. <laughs> Everyone that's acknowledged like, Damn, remember when we did this with Michael Jordan? That was crazy. Hey, what's basketball? Like fuck yeah. you, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, get to the game. It's like, Fuck I get you. it, your, your tunes, and you tell jokes and stuff like that, but if you're going to tell jokes, you got to be funny. You know? There's got to be a little bit of humor uh, here. Well, I'm happy Actually. Yeah. I got to tell you. Dude, we forgot where they find Lola Oh, money. well, let me tell you. They're like, because LeBron's <laughs> just like, hey, no, y'all are basketball players like me, the greatest basketball player of all time. So they're like, actually, Doc, I know one basketball player, and Gabby and Alex and I all groaned. And just like so, they go to Themyscira, which uh, isn't that the the lady with the big tits from the new Resident Evil game, Lady Themyscira. Anyway, they go there, and Lola Bunny wants to become an Amazon warrior. Um, honestly, there's so many fucking properties in this. It, Parker, personal question: Have you ever had like a man jizz on your face? Sorry, that was too personal. Anyway, this movie okay, liars feels home. like Let's a go. property bukkake. All right, it's just all it's these different like Harry Potter and fucking like Game of Thrones and Mad Max Fury Road and Batman and Robin and Wonder Woman and Austin Powers all just like jizzing on my face. It's Game Master Anthony's Funko. It Pop really room. is. It's a yeah, all these cool characters come together to beat off now, on my. The dead Wonder body. Woman scene is funny, but not the way it's supposed to be. It's funny because it's. Very, very clearly supposed to be the DCEU version. Because it's the opening scene from 84, basically. It uses the Wonder Woman guitar music. Right, yeah. But they were clearly like, we can't have Gal Gadot do this voice. <laughs> that, was the, that was the thing, yeah. So we'll just make her look different. We can't have fucking Bam Margera talking to Lola Bunny. <laughs> you also got fucking Draco Malfoy on the team. <laughs> Wait a second. You're Wonder Woman? <laughs> You're the greatest fucking basketball player I've ever seen. <laughs> Everyone does LeBron James. Oh my goodness! Do you think that? Do you think Bam Margera would be scared of Nagini? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they, all these characters come together for a big basketball game, and meanwhile, Don Cheadle and his little robot assistant, who 
I just want to say this: Don Cheadle and his robot assistant—they absolutely fuck. Like they have done unspeakable oh, deeds together. Oh, it's pure solo in there. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Just constant sucking. You can do whatever you want. You're trapped in that computer yeah. for eternity. It's oh yeah, it's, it's like bad. Hellraiser, but in a computer. So he decides. <laughs> Pain and pleasure indivisible with algae. He's like, how am I going to beat LeBron James? I know, I will use his son against him. So he uses his son's shitty game with his amateur programmer son to design a video game. And then, (laughs) I guess he hacks into uh, the NBA 2K roster and and hires a bunch of uh, players. He makes LeBron compete in the Dolly Parton RPG for his freedom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yo, if she showed up Cool, that's four, but A couple of y'all enjoyed that Oh my goodness So, oh, you we, fucking uh, man, Before we get to this part, I have to just say that When they're Preparing to play basketball And Granny says, game blouses I did the body snatcher scream at my TV. <laughs> my girlfriend was very upset with me. It elicited such a visceral, angry reaction out of me that my body short circuited. <laughs> what was the movie where you were watching on your laptop and you're just yelling at it? Your girlfriend just like, "What now?" <laughs> Dude, it's it's always something. <laughs> I made her watch the show. Oh, she thought it'd be no. funny. Like ten minutes in, she was like. Hey, I don't, don't want to do this. I don't want to do this anymore. Can I move yeah, out early? T- tough. <laughs> He'll talk to the leasing agent, bitch. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> so he has a secret plan, Don Cheadle, algae rhythm. He's going to get all these different Stop. famous basketball players. I think one of them is what Blake Griffin is. One of them. I don't know some guy who, and he gives all these players like special powers. One of them can turn into like. Water and fire, so I guess he's Fulgore from Killer Instinct. Uh, he turns one guy into a bird. <laughs> Look, and I feel like an asshole for thinking it, but like, so you're putting a, together the greatest team of all time. You're not gonna have to. Yeah, that was gonna, come on, let's just say it. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I don't care how many legs this bitch has, or you can't. Uh, no, it's just like, oh, even better, I turned her into a spider, and look. I get it. You want to cover the demographic. You want little girls to see the movie. I hate to say this is not a nice thing to say. Little girls aren't watching the WNBA. Okay? No, absolutely not. <laughs> little girls aren't like, oh man, I can't wait to grow up and be like my favorite character, Yosemite Sam and Casablanca. <laughs> little girls aren't man, watching the WNBA. Man, they only put in like, that because oh, I played against Sam. I want to kill myself. I just realized that. That's, that's the thing that gets oh, me that about sucks. this. It's just like. If, if they hadn't included any women in this, no one would have gone like, oh, we're the WNBA players. <laughs> they needed two Sean Bradleys, so they got two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most sexist thing that you've said on here. <laughs> Look, if Alex listened to this episode and none of us referenced Sean Bradley getting his powers taken in the first right. one, he yeah. would have been so mad. <laughs> exactly. We had to have Sue Bird in here. <laughs> they really couldn't even have Brittany Griner. Ugh. Anyway. For real? Yeah. Is Candace Parker busy? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Get, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who these women are. I'm not going to go. I don't know who Sue Bird is. Anyway, uh, they're in the movie for reasons that escape me. One of them turns into a snake thing, and the other is a spider. 
Okay, <laughs> with the snake thing. Whoever animated the snake thing slowly squeezing Lola Bunny twice should be arrested. <laughs> they are a menace. They are making a movie for children. They have to be stopped. Exactly. It's like whoever made the super hot female Ratchet the new Ratchet and Clank game. We all know what you're doing. You gotta stop it. You have to stop. This is not okay. One second. Her no. name is Rivet? Okay, I'll let you look. One second. Sure. She's a female that like a thing. She's not that. Anyway, oh. so, uh, the, keep that tap for later. So, yes, <laughs> Sue Bird's in it. And Don Cheadle's like, ah, I will use this game against him and I will cheat to win. And they will have to be in my new property and live in the serververse forever. What if someone just, like, unplugged the computer? Correct. That's that's what I would do. Now, a lot of things start happening here. Uh, first of all, Al G. Rhythm turns them from 2D drawings to 3D animations. Now, Parker, I'd like to ask you, why does he do that? That's a great question. I'll circle back around to that never. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I have no idea either. <laughs> they look like nightmares. They are... So detailed and furry, and I don't like See, it. Here's I the do thing. not like the way any of them look at when, all. When the Looney Tunes in this movie were in 2D, they looked bad. Like, there's something wrong with them. They didn't look correct. The animation just wasn't working. And, like, the timing wasn't working. Even in the original movie, the timing for the, for the Looney Tunes looked correct. Because, like, there's a certain rhythm to telling jokes, you know? There's a certain amount of timing that goes into it. And it doesn't happen in this movie. And then they turn 3D, and it's so much worse. Like, I, I shouldn't be saying, why is the bunny rabbit furry? But he's so fucking furry! How much money and time do they spend on all of these individual hair textures? It's a nightmare. I don't want I'll it. tell you what, too much time. It. It's too... It looks too realistic. It's like that one realistic picture of Mario where he's got, like, the bloodshot eyes and, <laughs> and the mustaches just go out like that. Here's your friends, the Looney Tunes, that all look like Ren and Stimpy close <laughs> Fuck yourself. They look too detailed, and the other team, whose name I have forgotten, all look like absolute They look shit. like 1997 look CGI. <clears throat> God, what's their name? Oh, the Goon Squad? They call them the Goon Squad. Oh, sh- which Big words. shout out to their jerseys. The Goon Squad logo looks like the Cumtown logo. <laughs> it's so drippy and disgusting. <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh, that's great. I didn't want to think about that. Man, and- man, we forgot a... So, you know, the crowd is partially made up of all of your favorite intellectual properties, which I have a massive list of that we'll just pepper in. But also, the basketball rapture happens. Yeah. Where everyone live-streaming this so, just disappears into So cyberspace. here's what's happening. So uh, LeBron is live-streaming. Apparently he tweeted out of his own volition, Hey, yo, tune into this game where I'm going to posterize my own son. And everyone <laughs> everyone decided to live-stream it on their phones. No one, no one's going to turn their phone sideways. <laughs> nurse, nurse, come quick. My son's getting his ass kicked in Dumbledore. <laughs> so everyone who is Man, tuning this is another in, movie where Josh had to see a young Dom and not recognize who he was supposed to be. Oh, I knew who it was, Chris. Anyway. Uh, no, he didn't. He, uh, everyone who's watching it gets teleported into the serververse. So if he could just do this the entire time, why didn't he just do this earlier? But anyway. Seems like he don't need this movie. I have to admit, look, LeBron James, the greatest athlete of all time, 
There's like what fifty people watching. And also, like, yeah, I'll stay in the server verse. I mean, I sh- I just get to hang out with the Iron Giant and McGill Gorilla. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. like fun. Oh, hey, hey, that's weird. Uh, I'm talking to Gandalf over here, and he says I don't pay taxes here. That's fun. <laughs> well, goodbye, world. I don't have to fucking clock in here. <laughs> I, I I gotta say this, man. Like. How come there were more people in the crowd at the basketball game in Grown Ups than there were in Space Jam A New Legacy? <laughs> Real? There's like three firefighters, a flight attendant, and then the gremlins. Yeah, I forgot about the gremlins. Because <laughs> again, that was another one we I was like, right come on, place. you don't own the gremlins, don't do this. <laughs> it's insane, like... Oh man, we're gonna be trapped here forever. Oh no, I can hang out with the Kryptonians instead of clocking in every fucking day of my life. That sounds terrible. You're actively well, rooting against LeBron. You just want to live there for the rest of your life. I, w- I want him to get. I could hang out with the mask. That'd be fun for like a day and a half, and then I'd want to go back home. Yeah, the fucking mask. <laughs> it is kind of funny that like there's all these cartoons there's these giant like there's King Kong back there and the Iron Giant and in the background you're like that's Space Ghost just floating like 50 feet above the yeah hole. Space Ghost is just He's there just flying for no reason like just sit down you dick do you think that's like a sneak preview they're gonna make like a Space Ghost movie I, I, I wish for Oh yeah, well before the game starts uh, Which by the way, I guess he All this added pressure, it's like, oh you're also fighting For the fate of humanity You know, they're also going to be here too uh, At one point Rick <laughs> and Morty come in my shithead nerds okay, I cannot emphasize enough how loud the groans were When Rick and Morty showed up in this fucking oh. show In the well, movie I was like, oh my god, the Tasmanian devil, he's finally here And then I saw how he was here and I felt my own mortality creep. Yeah, so we have all these characters as we play this game. Well, by the way, Don Cheadle's team, the Goon Squad, is cheating. They're using spider powers to dunk the ball over and over again. <laughs> he gets style points if you shoot it correctly. And everyone here, 20 years ago, played a game against monsters that also cheated. They're like, damn, I hope we remember how to fucking bounce pass soon. See, that was one of the things that gets me here, alright? So... All this, all this goon squad team has these superpowers, right? One of them is a bird, so he can fly. And LeBron's son can dribble really fast. <laughs> That's Great. his superpower. Okay, here's the thing about animation versus live action. The fun of animation is doing things that you can't do in real life. And you can do whatever the pencil touches the paper. Whatever you can do with that, you can do in animation. And the only thing, the, 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 the height of your creativity for this... He can dribble fast. That's it. That's all he can do. That's the saddest thing I think I've this ever seen in my life. Sucks ass. You made this game. He like, oh fuck, there's that scene where he's giving himself stats. He's like, alright, what's your handling? He gives himself 75 and Don Cheadle's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> You're inside a computer. You can make yourself anything. Why would you give yourself a 75 on handling? Now he has mad like handles. Most... Which uh, I believe LeBron <laughs> sure. pronounces... Mad handles. Son, I believe your handles are ill. Can we also mention something I that... Like, hate you, Alex, Dad. Alex would kill me if I didn't mention this, but she's also right to kill me if I didn't mention this. The way that LeBron yells in this movie, when like he falls like Wile E. Coyote, right? When he first goes to the Toon World. Here's how he yells. Ah! Uh... It is insane. It's like, dude... 
Thank you for bringing you're, that up. You just walk into like the down, fucking but, sound booth. You can yell as loud as you want. There's glass right there. They don't mind. You're supposed to do it. Ah, uh, uh, wow. This is crazy. You're Bugs Bunny. Uh, I saw you when I was a kid. I had a television. I used to watch you in the moving It's pictures. like he's a black Mark Zuckerberg. It's like he doesn't really feel like quite human, you know? Like, And here's the thing it's like when I talk about I love about to it. hang out with Daffy yeah. Duck and my sweet baby Ray's. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing that gets me about LeBron James is that over the years I kind of felt... I, I sort of got this feeling whenever I listened to Pardon My Take. Uh, whenever they would talk about LeBron, I was like, boy, you guys really focus on this public image a little bit too much. Just let the guy live. If you just keep focusing on that, he's going to end up like Michael Jackson did, never really having a childhood. But... Turns out, yeah, LeBron is kind of a weirdo, you know? He doesn't really seem like a normal human being, and maybe that's a result of him always focusing on basketball, but, like, he's made commercial, he's done other things. He was in train wreck. He seemed fairly normal in that, relatively. But, like, in this, he doesn't... He seems like more of a computer program than Don Cheadle does. (laughs) He is... They give him so much to do, and it's all so ill-advised. Yeah, he's also never. Our Looney Tunes do dick. All of our Looney Tunes, like, oh, here's their chance to shine. Do they do like a funny? I just do like a cool basketball move. Great. Yeah, they just get their butts kicked the entire time. They're losing like a thousand to nothing. And I gotta tell you, in the original movie where they said kind of one-sided, isn't it? That seemed like it, it wasn't even a number, and it seemed less insurmountable than a thousand to nothing. So. <laughs> But we should mention, I'm assuming most of you won't watch this. So the game is happening. There are 50 minutes left in this fucking movie. (laughs) We are barely over halfway and we're at the climax. The game is basically happening in real time. I paused it because I had to pee because I can't sit here and watch this. And I'm thinking like, there's 50 minutes. Okay, so they they win. And then like there's a secret thing after or something. No. It's just the yeah. game, and then it's halftime, and then the game again, and then the game isn't over. But then Don Cheadle, and then the game. It's oh, we should. There's never a sense of like, hey, what quarter are we in? Are we almost? We done? should also talk about the announcers. Oh my god, I've I would pay anything to hear the phone call Charles Barkley where he just <laughs>, laughs and hangs up. <laughs> hey, uh, are you signed on? Do you hello? <laughs> Okay, okay. No, let's just get that one guy from Get Out. <laughs> no, <laughs> not him. The other one. <laughs> Look, it's, it is kind of fucked up, but it really does read like uh, the Charles Barkley said, no, do you guys know any other fat black people that are funny sometimes? <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer was too good saying, for this. <laughs> but also, like, it's, it's why would he be paired with Ernie? Do you think the guy, the cop from Get Out, hangs out with Ernie Johnson? TSA a lot? Like, agent. Is different. What are the odds that he got thrown in there? Or, is Algie Rhythm racist? Or is he? Did he aim yes. wrong? So yeah, so they're losing, <laughs> and again, we have to Algie emphasize <laughs> there's so many Sorry. characters in the background, and you're not even looking at what's happening on the screen. Like, it's, first of all, it's, there's too much. There's too much stimulus. I've, I think I mentioned this about, uh, Parker, one of your favorite movies, The Smurfs. There's just too much motion in it. They're yeah. just constantly moving. It, it's kind of like if you watch a video game, like watch a Let's Play. If Mario's constantly moving, just never stopping or anything, that's not really entertaining. But if he has to start, stop, go over here, jump over here, that's, that's entertaining. It's funny. It's like, oh, is he going to jump over that Goomba, you know? Like, there's something there. 
over here it's just constantly things happening over and over and again and it really does feel like shaking your keys in front of a toddler's face like ooh, look at the funny keys and like you see the the toddler like babbling and gurgling reaching out for the keys not for two hours not for two hours that kid's gonna puke on you like i'm not having a good time but i'm still trying to watch the movie because this is a lot we've chosen for ourselves the finale of the movie's happening, but I'm not paying attention because I'm staring in the background going, what are those called? Hercu- Herculoids. I'm Googling Herculoids That's, We, we almost phone. Googled it. I, it was called, we knew it was a Herculoids. Because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. I'm like, is that, is that a Thundercat back there? Because we saw that big the goo plot thing. Of the movie and we were just like, up. it's not Thunder the Barbarian. It's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Herculoids. And the fact that you're having that conversation while watching... Like, if you were watching fucking Miracle and the USA's coming back, you're like, oh, damn, is that, is that shit? <laughs> what is happening? There are so many characters. Uh, here's an example. There are two different penguins. You know, like, oh, what, March of the Penguins? No. The penguin played by Danny DeVito, except it's some other guy dressed up in that makeup, and he's just on the side of this going, arr, arr, arr. And one dressed up as the penguin from the fucking... Uh, Burgess Meredith one from the 60s. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a You're like, who's alive that remembers what? that? Uh, they have Dr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. I guess Warner Brothers isn't ashamed of that. They're just going to show it off. Uh, the Night King. Imagine you're watching f- fucking Friday Night Lights and at the end of the movie you're like, oh shit, it's the Great Gazoo. <laughs> Wait, did they score? That's the last hour of the Yeah, seriously, it's so distracting. I saw the Animaniacs, so you missed them. Uh, more's the pity. I fucking grew up with the Animaniacs. They're like my favorite characters, and they're just watching this basketball game. They're, the Animaniacs are funnier than the Looney Tunes. Why aren't they on this? If they were on the court, they would have won by now. Also, follow-up question. Why are all these cartoons there? They already live there. What do they care? Yeah. What do they give a shit? Yeah. What do they give a shit about LeBron James and his dipshit nerd? Why isn't Rick and Morty helping? Also, Gabby had the line of the I just night. remember a line that will haunt me oh, until I die. Look, the Iron Giant and King Kong are friends. Yay. <laughs> they fist bump. Here's, here's <laughs> another one. One that I have to admit I did not expect to see. <laughs> One of the properties that Warner Brothers owns is a Clockwork Orange. <laughs> okay, there's one that really fucked with me. So, you noticed the nun in the background, right? Yeah, what is it, that nun story, the Audrey Hepburn movie? <laughs> see, you see, I thought it would be the nun from the movie The Nun, because they own all the Conjuring stuff. Oh, hey. No, no, no. I googled it to make sure that would be a nun from the Ken Russell movie The Devils. Oh! Which is... <laughs> That movie, I was like, there's no fucking way. And I googled it like, no, that's definitely the same nun attire. Oh my god. Hey kids, come to the serververse and hang out. Now watch these nuns all have an orgy and fuck this crucifix together. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that was what they were referencing. Man. Holy shit. Humongous shout out to whatever designer was like, hey, hey, technically. You guys. Oh Good my goodness. Did I did I ever tell you uh, Gabby's Clockwork Orange story? Um, not on here. Okay, look for the listeners. This is a true story. So Gabby's at home. She's a teenager, and she is sitting on the couch, and the TV is in front of her. Her father is also home and turns on the TV, and 
he turns it on, and what movie is playing? Classic movie, 1971, Stanley Kubrick, A Clockwork Orange. It's the gang rape scene. And she looks at him, she says, can you change it? I don't want to watch this. And he refuses to change it. <laughs> Hero well, of the fair, week. I've never met the Mr. man. Mr. DeCampo. But I know he's a huge Gene Kelly fan, so that's probably what that's Yeah, you know, that's probably what was going on. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, who, who are remember that scene where Kurt Russell leads his team to victory over Russia? And then Dick Dastardly and Muttley are clapping in the crowd and everyone at home is feeling so patriotic. You, you know, that's the thing that gets me about this. It's like, it's so ridiculous for all these characters to be there. It's like you see two different Jokers in the background go... Like they're Madden NFL 2005 <laughs> creative fans just doing the same animation over again. Yeah, go team. Uh, but it's, you know, for some reason... I have the, to say, so... Sorry, God. No, okay. Go I was going to say, somehow on the, on the one that affected me the most, the one like, that kept thinking, was like, well, there's no way they would be there. Was Dorothy, like Dorothy for the Wizard of Oz, and just like she just wants to go home to Kansas. She doesn't want to watch a fucking basketball game. <laughs> it's really funny. So we should reiterate, like some of these are like CGI monstrosities in the background. Like obviously, like fucking Yogi Bear is just a CGI thing in the background. But the ones that are all up curbside that we've been talking curbside, I've been at work Jeez. a lot recently that are up ringside. Fucking, they're real people dressed as Mr. Freeze and the Penguin and the monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. Like, it's actual people in costumes moving like PS1 Ridge Racer crowds. <laughs> it sucks, but it's so fucking funny just seeing people do like stilted SmackDown versus Raw crowd, like, yeah, for an hour. So here's one of the crazy things about this, is that whoever made this, whoever put them all in here, was clearly hoping that people would like point and be like, oh, I recognize that character, I recognize that character. You don't want us to recognize these characters. You really don't, because A, that gives away how fucking stupid this idea is, and B, I would have been impressed if you got Arnold Schwarzenegger to shave his head for this, and like, dress up as Dr. Freeze. I would have been like, okay, they got Arnold. I, he, he knows something I don't. You just got some guy. You just got fucking Johnny Sins here and painted him blue and put him there. That's not the same. <laughs> Recurring guest. <laughs> Wikipedia. I'm going through the Wikipedia and seeing like which of these that I missed. So somewhere in this movie, Jim West from Wild Wild West is in fact in the what? background. What? No, he is. So now I have to rewatch this entire movie. Because I wrote that one out as a joke like, it's going to be really fucking funny if that's someone from Wild Wild West in this movie. That would be funny. it turns either. out fucking Nostradamus. Yeah, dude, there's there's a whole bunch of characters. I, I'm sure there's a bunch that I missed. But, like, every single time, like, they're, like, trying to do these things, like, oh, look at all this animation that we spend on these characters dribbling fast. And you look into the background and you see, like, oh, there's a bunch of Dementors. And they're going, like, uh, oh. Uh, oh, look, uh. it's it's Top Cat. Top Cat was erected. <laughs> His favorite basketball player. Sue Bird. No. <laughs> There's one there's one cameo that we haven't mentioned yet. How dare you show me the original Monstars? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> how dare marks. you so, uh, spit in my face. Alex actually made something. Uh, she she noticed something that I missed. It was uh, possibly one of the most embarrassing shots of the movie. The first time you see them, they, they do the thing that they get, they get excited and then they get like low again. They just reverse the animation. They're just like, how can you be that lazy? You can do any... Make them 3D, why not? You did it with the Looney Tunes? They're just like, no, I'm just not going to do it. 
Swackhammer, a little too important for this movie. Danny DeVito just uh, couldn't be... Maybe that was actually him as the Penguin. I, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> that was the thing. It's like, we, we pointed it and we were I'm just like... Method. Alex is like, look, is that... And I'm like, that's not really Michelle Pfeiffer. And she's like, no, no, no. But is that like her outfit? You know, like the skin-tight leather thing where she goes insane after she almost dies in a kid's movie? And I was like, Yes. So, she's on the sidelines, just watching this. Hey, you know who loves LeBron James is Pennywise? <laughs> I've always said that. I forgot about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> the worst fucking spirit Halloween Pennywise. Pennywise is just, just like, do yes, it. Yeah! Yeah! Shoot the jag. Shoot it! <laughs> This entire basketball game should just have canned SmackDown versus Raw audio. It really should. <laughs> should just have clips that JR and Jerry the King Lawler recorded in 2006. Just fuck the WCW. You put those Nitro educated crowd. hands to good use. Thank you. Thanks, JR. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Right next to Pennywise the Clown are three war boys. What? They don't know what basketball is. They live in the desert. And you're just looking at all these cartoons like, alright, statistically, half of these things have never seen a black person. They must be very confused right now. <laughs> and then you got this racist chicken on his team. They don't know oh. what's going on. Oh yeah, that's fun. He must have some opinions about being forced to play basketball. Said, I'll say, I'll say, I prefer the peach baskets. <laughs> I had a bounce pass. Fundamentals. Bounce passes. <laughs> chest pass. Too that's low, that's too one of the classy. scenes. I don't like show. That's boats. one of the scenes I, I prefer in the original movie where Bugs Bunny shows them like a film reel of the original basketball game. It's just a bunch of white guys. <laughs> and Foghorn, t- like I was talking about, just say, "Yeah, run the play." I say, "I say, computer blue." <laughs> <laughs> Let the pass come to you. Catch it in your chest now. Don't extend your arms for it. <laughs> oh shit! So halftime. They're losing by a lot. And they're like, oh, don't worry, Doc. I got a secret weapon. It's Michael Jordan. And we're just like, they're not going to... I'm like, oh, it's going to be Michael B. Jordan. They're like, yeah, okay. Then Michael B. Jordan comes out and he's eating popcorn. I appreciate that. He just started giving the Friday Night Light speech. They cut him off. He's like, oh, okay. And then just leaves the movie and never comes back. Which I... Here's the thing. This movie desperately needs a Bill Murray... (laughs) Oh my god, it needs anything. Yeah. Bill Murray, who like every time it shows that movie, I'm like, man, he looks like he's asleep. Well, I don't care yeah. about this. Like, please give me someone from my childhood to sleepwalk this dog shit yeah, movie. Someone who can tell a fucking joke. And then for the movie, I'm like, oh, I remember in the original movie they had the secret stuff, which didn't make sense. But it was like, oh, now that we have confidence, we can do it. But, uh,. In this, instead, LeBron just shit talks everyone for not being as good at basketball as he is. He just shows his ass to the locker room. And I was, I have to say, I'm kind of on his side because he didn't want to play with them. He wanted the Iron Giants. Exactly. You wanted King Kong. You wanted Superman. You know, he would have. He would have played with. You imagine if Harry Potter was on his team and could just like cast a Vada Kedavra at the computer program. You just win the game that way. But instead, no. And <laughs> then the Looney Tunes discover, oh, we have to play the way that we do. Wacky. So the Joker joins their team. Absolutely. Got a better movie. Yeah, better. Which Joker? 
I like to imagine yes. LeBron James is going full Mike Singletary <laughs> just mooning the Looney Tunes just pointing, pointing at Speedy Gonzalez cannot play with him cannot play with him I want winners <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James impression is just a very sleepy a Barack Obama yeah. impression as it turns out <laughs> that's why we took the damn court <laughs> 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 now, if you want to crown him, you can crown his ass. Oh God, I'm going to be doing this all day. Oh, shit! Yeah, Why do you put this in me? <laughs> it's just like you spend that we whole montage for me to like. Wow, sure is cool meeting all these superheroes and monsters and stuff. All right, Granny, it's it's funny because you're only have a walker, but then you did a cool basketball trick. Great. Oh yeah, at one point Damian Lillard shows up as the Time Lord and he slows down everything <laughs> and it says Dame Time in the lower left hand corner. And I just gotta tell you something, Parker. My Dame Time is less than a minute. I will never have Dame Time. Josh's brothers call keep making Sorry. Josh's brothers call it Game Time. <laughs> if I keep making watch Dames watch Space Jam 2, it'll never be Dame Time. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking turns out. Oh, so anyway, yeah, he scores because he's slow. Can't even blame her. How am I supposed to get an erection after watching this for two hours? With what they did to Lola, but were her big fucking bunny tits, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, see, here's the thing. Okay, so in the second half, all the Looney Tunes decide that they will play Looney with, like, their, like, what their comedy is known for. The Looney Tunes are, like, okay, you can write something for that. I think one of the better moments is when Wile E. Coyote invents the Acme... Cheatham machine and he just dumps a basketball in there that repeats and he just gets like 600 points in a second I'm like oh I guess he's the team MVP now what is Lola Bunny's humor uh do you remember that cool alley-oop that Dwayne Wade did that oh one time god. oh oh that's, that's her Looney Tune ability I, I saw that I was just I was so fucking yeah. embarrassed I was <laughs> It really sucks. Like, look, again, I don't need the plot to be good. Like, as we mentioned in the original Space Jam, fucking Newman just, like, finds there's magic steroid juice. He's like, hey, we should drink this, too. But in this movie, this, this halftime, like, guys, we should just be good at basketball. And then they're good at basketball. Yeah, that's all it takes. Granny, was it Granny is the one who adjusts the speed-up thing? And the, oh, by the way, I just want to interrupt what I'm saying here. Speedy Gonzalez was, play, was played by Gabriel Iglesias. Man, that sucks. Yeah, it does. That sucks real Gabriel bad. Iglesias can do voices, and yet his fucking Speedy Gonzalez voice is terrible. Every voice is such a knockoff shitty voice. I know. The only one whose voice is actually good is the Roadrunner. And Wile E. Coyote. Because they don't say anything. And Marvin. <laughs> nice. Even Tweety Bird is bad. What is this? So yeah, Granny fucking slows down time, does a Matrix thing or something, she scores a basket. So it is <laughs> so embarrassing. So little Should LeBron we, James. <clears throat> oh, I, I don't know why I said that like the Rick James thing. It's me, LeBron <laughs> <little>. James. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know when you want to talk about the rap. Let me know when it's time to talk about the notorious oh, PFG. God. Oh fuck! Oh shit! The worst oh. thing I have. Ever oh. seen in my There life. are so many scenes in this movie that I thought were like the worst part. Like immediately I thought that the worst part was uh Foghorn Lighthorn saying I say I say winner is coming. 
and then Porky Pig raps. And you think, oh, well, come on, Chris, you just have to sit through the song. No, you have to get there first. Because he doesn't want to rap at first. They put the mic in his hands like, me? And they're like, yeah, 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 you. And they, they do this thing, I'm just like, oh my god, just get to it. Then he calls himself the Notorious P.I.G. You know Biggie Smalls was murdered, right? Let's just reference that. And <laughs> then he talks about how... He was probably dead before Space Jam 1 came which out. One? Yeah, he was, I think. Oh, wait, no, no, I don't know. Well, whatever. Anyway, so I think one of the announcers or Porky Pig itself says this pig is lit <laughs> you ever get like that sense that like some of the words that people use these days are like developed in a laboratory like someone was pouring chemicals into a beaker and then they're just like yeah this word is like some sort of we'll get some sort of stimulus on tiktok or something i think lit is one of them you know no one actually says shit like that this scene started and I just turned to her. I just started loudly talking because, like, <laughs> being in the room with someone else while this is playing out made me so uncomfortable that I could not sit in the silence of it. I had to just. I couldn't tell you a word he said because I just had to tune it out. We were just moaning like the and mummy. My. S- <laughs> <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 that's all, folks. A mic drop. M O D. And here's the thing about Porky Pig. He's going to say the word. He's going to say the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's a, He's going to drop the yeah. ER. It was... It was a lot. Just... Bone yeah. jelly. <laughs> it made my skin crawl. That's, like, the, I, that's the worst song I think I've ever heard it, in a movie. And I've heard so many bad ones. Which I'm not going to recount now. Same. Because of the show. I, yeah, as a result of the show, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that part happens... Did they score off that? Did they even get any points for that? I think it actually cuts to the oh, announcer that they're just maybe. like, I'm not sure what happened. I think that pig just rapped. Fucking My God. mind, like, touched the void. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like I'm at the end of 2001. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm turning into <laughs> a space baby. Oh, like my favorite sequel to that series. That one was for you, Alex. Rest in pepperoni. So, yeah, anyway, Brawny... Oh, not Brawny. They could have had him, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, not LeBron's son. Now, I'll be sure to get a screen cap for you, but, you know, LeBron's team, they start to come back, and uh, Algy Rhythm gets very upset, and he uh, emerges from the sidelines with a cut-off... Bill Belichick. Yeah, I was happy for his And I want you to know I'm going to get that screen cap for you, you, and I'm going to make sure you see it every day of your life. So, you have to see it. Anyway, so LeBron James' son decides to switch sides and play for the Toon Squad. I don't know why. And uh, I think it was. uh, (laughs) I think Don Cheadle was going too hard. It was like, you should be beating him. He's just your father. You made this game. Don't you want to be good at basketball? He's like, no, I want to be good at making video games. And he, Dude, this, it's incredible. Because we've been joking about all the nightmare things in the background the whole time. But uh, here's the problem with it, is that LeBron James and his son are having a heart-to-heart and a reconciliation of like, oh my god, I was wrong, like, uh, this is so terrible. <laughs> Algie Rhythm gets in his face and tells him, "You know what? Your dad's right. You're a fucking mistake." 
And then in the background, you just see one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz dancing like fucking Johnny Bravo. And he's like sort of blurred out. He's just kind of dancing while he's telling this kid that he should have never been born as dead. LeBron and his son are touching foreheads saying, I believe in you. No matter what you do, I'll support you. And Dino from the Flintstones is in the background going like... <laughs> like, like I, she's not... On the moment where we're like they reconcile and he agrees to join teams it's blurry but in the background it just looks like the devil <laughs> there's just a dude in all red holding a pitchfork while he's like I'm trying to push you but I should have let you do your own thing son you have to live your own life and just the prince of darkness is standing next to Mr. Freeze and the Joker's in the corner fucking just dancing like I can't a, emphasize enough how many shots like, there are of the Night King from Game of Thrones just going ah, ah, ah. <laughs> they all look like Mortal Kombat 1 motion they cast. really do they look just like the background of Street Fighter 2 characters just cheering on Guile yeah get him <laughs> Why would you have that back there? Why would you have him, like, have this, what's supposed to be a touching scene where he realizes that he's been wrong and to let his son be his own person with Pennywise? I, I'm going to say this one for Alex. We think we saw Alice in Wonderland. And at first we're just, she was just like, yeah, look, in the blue dress. I was like, no, blue dress is, is Dorothy. Look, look at her shoes. She's got the uh, ruby slippers. They appeared in the same frame. How do you fuck that up? I don't know, dude. It was... Like, like for the original Toon Squad, the, the, the original Space Jam, they didn't have every single Looney Tunes character, but they had some obscure ones in there. Sure, fine, whatever. Why do you have some of these characters? Hey, Chris, remember that time when you were a kid and you were at a wrestling meet and you just... You know, you gave it your you gave it your best, but you really beefed it that day. And your dad came up, he's like, son, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. And in the background, you just heard, smoking. <laughs> That's what gets me about this is that that in the mask in particular because like you think I actually like the mask I like the mask I think that movie's really good it's got Jim Carrey and he's funny like but the mask is on him it looks cool every single time you see a picture of that party city knockoff mask it looks so out of place that's the one they go for in this movie. <laughs> Just blue screen. Just take Notaro him in, please. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his son played by Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro, bring her back, jeez. Uh, man, if the Joker and the Mask existed in the same universe, it'd be fucking chaos. So yeah. So uh, Don Cheadle starts cheating and everyone calls him out for cheating. I'm just like, did you miss the first half? They had that spider lady bounce a ball off a web and get 800 points. Like, you think that's legal? She got style points for that shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Don Cheadle is cheating at the basketball video game. And the Brown's like, what about that one glitch I discovered because I'm a genius programmer as well? <laughs> also, this is the point where you're just screaming... When is this game over? <laughs> How much time is left? How much longer? Adam Sandler it's been shows like 45 up. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> oh wow, it's my good friend Colin Quinn from Weekend Update, my favorite Warner Brothers IP. 
Uh, and then LeBron's like, oh, I'm the only one who knows the step back move. I'll do it. Then Bugs Bunny says, nah, Doc, I'll do it. And everyone's like, okay. And he decides that he'll <laughs> do it. <laughs> Bugs Bunny sacrifices himself and dies. So LeBron James, two firefighters, a flight attendant, and some nurse can go back to Earth. Yeah, what was with, like, By the, the way, two everyone flight that attendants. plane's fucking yeah, dead, oh, yeah, right? exactly. Well, they're not getting their, pe- their peanuts. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, also, by the way, he, he teleports fucking LeBron's entire family there. You have so many shots of not LeBron's wife watching him with, like, awestruck eyes. They're just like, oh, who is that? Every single time she's on screen, like, what? What is... Uh, okay, I guess she's in this movie now. Uh, and then they win the uh, game and they go back. From? I don't know. There was something, like, really... I wouldn't say funny, but it just kind of struck me in a way. It's like, Bugs Bunny survives... And they're just like, wait, I thought you'd glitch out the game because you live in the server verse. He's like, I'm a cartoon, I can't die. I'm just like, Let's make up the rules as we go along. I don't fucking care. <laughs> just whatever gets me to the fucking black screen, dude. Let's go. Because his final words is he dies in everyone's arms. You know how much the Tasmanian devil loves Bugs Bunny and their best friends <laughs> and they hug and kiss every night. Bugs Bunny's dying breath to his friends who have tried to murder him over the years are, that's all, folks. <laughs> They fucking burn him on a pyre like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> they just throw him on a bunch they of just sticks. throw him in a wicker bunny. <laughs> I wonder if that's on my WB. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know is Blade Runner is, and I was a thousand percent expecting him to give the tears and rain speech. <laughs> like, not even joking. That's the thing, it's like it, it does kind of stand out. One of the things it's almost kind of interesting is like when you watch from this WB property, I feel like they are they they know that they can reference something in their IP, so they're going to do it. A good example is uh, the Batman the Animated Series. There's multiple times that they've they show like a guard reading a Tiny Toons comic book. You're like, oh, I know that's a real thing, and I know that the people worked on it. You know, worked on the same show, so it's like that's a cool reference. Every once in a while, they'll mention like, oh, something's going on in Metropolis, and you're like, oh, it's another Superman that's over there. That's like a thing. It got to a point where it was a little ridiculous when they were in, uh, I was watching Steel, and they were able to reference the Batcave. So they did. And now I just realized I didn't see Steel in the crowd. That's interesting. I mean, missed opportunity. Yeah. I don't think I saw the Green Lantern either. <laughs> so much a good reason. I had that written down. I thought for sure I'd saw it. Maybe, maybe you did. I don't know. I... I <laughs> Well, you know, you saw the Green Lantern, I saw the Animaniacs. Maybe it's like Clue, where we all get different versions of it. <laughs> oh, man. Is there a good version? Can I get that one? No. No? Great. Uh, yeah, so LeBron lives... Um, what's the end of this movie? <laughs> I'm stuck thinking about them taking bugs to the wicker man while he's still alive. He's <laughs> <laughs> just tossing him in there. What did you expect? A happy ending? <laughs> <laughs> you wooed all of our clocks. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, and then fucking torch him while he sings hymns and burns to death. <laughs> I can't get over them referencing the devils. <laughs> fucking Ken Russell movie. I've heard of Mayday. <laughs> What's worse, them referencing that movie or Clockwork Orange? Because every single time I see the droogs in the background, I'm just like, Gabby, remember this fun movie? <laughs> Don't you love basketball? So anyways, yeah, he uses the statue and just bludgeons her with it, right? 
Dad, please change it to anything else. Fox News. Something. No. no. <laughs> I want to see where Not they're going listening, with this. Not listening, just refusing Dorian is a happy to give up the remote. <laughs> she tries to leave. It's a scary world out there. It's like the opposite of Sometimes it's like the opposite of you and your dad with Ninja Scroll. <laughs> Man, that could. Hey, that could have shaped my whole life hey, differently. How... Not watching more of this garbage. <laughs> how come that guy never showed up in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're right. The fucking anime version of this movie—it's a nightmare that's banned oh, in every country. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, oh, who does they have on the team? A Spider Woman. Yeah, I quit. I know where this is going. This Goodbye. is one of those things where, again, I can tell that. I think I sent you like a picture of that guy in New Zealand. His review, I think, it was on like Rotten Tomatoes. He claimed that in many ways this is a love letter to movies. It's one of those perverted ones where it's like really sexual, you know? Because it's just like, look at all these cool properties we own. Don't you want to go to Warner Brothers Studios and take a tour and pay money in the gift shop? Don't you want to keep using HBO Max? Like, yeah, I already have HBO Max. I'm already paying money for more. You're watching on this stupid service. Don't you want to go on a tour? Like, oh man, I just did. Yeah, it feels like it. Thanks for nothing. There's so many times that they show the WB Tower. No movie meant for, not even just for kids, just meant for general audiences, should say the words Warner Brothers this much. Honestly. It's insane. Like, I already know my cold open. Oh man, we have to win the big basketball game, that way we can go hang out at Paramount. Like, what? Cut. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, fix your movie. So many fucking Warner Brothers shit in the, like, why? I, I mean, I get it, like, they own it, but like, again, do you really want people to know that you own the property to the devils? Like, the fucking Animaniacs don't show the tower that much, and they live That's in there. That's what gets me. That, it's in every gigantic opening. fucking blue balls here, because every single time they show that tower, I keep expecting, like, the Animaniacs to be, like, escaping, and you hear, like, the music and everything, and be like, that would be funny. That would be, like, comedy. And they don't do that. And honestly, Parker, you text me something now that comes to mind that would have been so much better. This should have been back in action, too. Oh god, back in action so fucking good. Give Brendan Fraser if you a two-pack. want to watch a Looney Tunes thing, if you're listening, go listen. <laughs> just go watch back in action instead. Also give him yeah. a toupee. Just have Elmer Fudd give yeah. him a toupee. It'd be funny. We could chat. <laughs> I mean, if you get a hundred people our age in a room and go, alright, you have like access to like all the Warner Brothers stuff, put together a basketball team, all 100 of those people would have different ideas and they would all be better than this. Absolutely. They, they, every single thing, and again, they don't even understand like Looney Tunes humor. Like, go back watch it. If you have HBO Max, they have the Looney Tunes on there. Go watch that because some of those are still very, very funny. The scene where, like, think about the cartoon where uh, Bugs Bunny has to go against that bull, where he's like a, a bullfighter. That's a great episode. There's so much comedy in that episode. They're, that's so good. Most of the stuff with like Daffy Duck, all that duck season, rabbit season stuff, that stuff is actually funny. But in this. It, no, Looney Tunes is all about being like epic movie and disaster movie. It's like, hey, you know this property. Here it is, but with the character you recognize. There's, there's a scene in this movie where Tweety Bird is trying to stop a giant Blake Griffin alien thing, and Tweety, as a guy, I guess, says, I got him, I got him. Then he steps on him, and he says, He got me. 
That's not even a joke. Great. Love classic Tweety Bird. Is that like a like reference that? to fucking like Looney Tunes babies? That was a show. Where they wore diapers. I know Alex is going to get so mad that you keep calling Anthony Davis Blake Griffin. But also. Was it Blake Griffin? Griffin? It wasn't it was some other guy? I thought it was Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah, Anthony the Davis, he had the eyebrows. I thought I saw Blake Griffin in the credits, though. <laughs> Maybe he's Maybe. somewhere. Who knows? Uh, whatever. There was definitely a moment where, like, I should look up who these people are, and I went, uh, Yeah, no, correct, yeah. I'm having a bad time. I don't want to do that, yeah, actually. Well, I'd just like to... The one positive thing that I think we can all agree about with this movie is that it really respects women. And that's what makes it so powerful. (laughs) 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 And that's the tea, sis.